All right, uh, welcome to another episode of Words KB, man. Uh, we got a usual suspects in the building. What's up, Basic Logic? Yep. Is my um, mic on? I press this button here. Bro, I don't think there's a button, but I don't be pressing it, man. You're going to disconnect the mic, man. Wait, push it up, Ashley. No, no, just to. Nah, so you just want to talk right here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, so you can lean it up if you want to. Yeah, there you go. It's perfect. You know? <laughs> but, uh, oh, huh? oh, Lord. Uh, uh, but we got special, two special guests. Two special guests. Uh, one special, one regular. Okay. Okay. I get where you're going with that. She's been on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you came on randomly. Yeah, just walking randomly. by. Um, and yeah. so let's start with uh, with the new guest, MJ. What's good? Yeah. What's up? You introduce yourself to the people. Uh, MJ Bridges. Uh, live here in the A. Yeah. Uh, been here about six years. Uh, from the Midwest, Wisconsin, stand oh, up boy. two six two. Oh boy! Wow. And uh, also represent Alabama State University. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah I'm, I'm heading to the Midwest tomorrow, man. Where Il- you to Illinois me? is that Midwest? That's Midwest, bro. That's I Midwest, never. That's know, I don't know anything Land about the Midwest. That's Land the only Lincoln. place in the Midwest you know. Hey, what's special about the Midwest? Nothing. It's like the middle. To me, it's like a, just a white blanket a, over most of it. Well, the people have a dope history. Most of us, I, we all come from the South. Yeah, like yeah. Just two generations away. Everybody, grandparents, yeah. or even parents are born in like Mississippi or Tennessee yeah, yeah. or something like that. I wonder what man, my, so Mississippi, and they migrated up. Yep. I, I'm telling you, it's a it's a relationship between I-55 that goes through Memphis uh-huh. and it goes it hits St. Louis. And it go all the way up to Chicago, okay. and you can head up to Wisconsin or Detroit or Minnesota from there. That's interesting. But Midwest most of them, so basic, a lot of people. Midwest is basically where you know when they said the slaves were escaping north. That's, that's really how mm-hmm. far they got. Was they the got that far? And all the Canada, stop in the Midwest. Yeah. They weren't going to New York. They okay. stopped. They stopped in in Milwaukee. And I feel like like most of the interstates are like based off what railroads or something like that because that's where the cities were made, like at railroad points. So. I don't know. Uh, we also got uh, Jennifer in the building. What's up? Can you introduce oh. yourself? Hi, my name is Jennifer. And so I'm a financial educator here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I help students, young adults transition into life after school. And I talk about money. I love talking about money. It's money. one of my favorite things. Money, money, money. Yeah. Uh, can y'all shout out to our socials right quick, man, so people can get it at the beginning? Okay, go ahead. Uh, at Young and Debt Free ATL. That's young and debt free ATL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mine is ADLT underscore one oh one. There it is, there it is. Um, um oh yeah, let me take these shots. Yes. It's time. <laughs> you so excited me <laughs> while I'm time. like, oh God, I'm like right, such a to, to a good episode. Eek. Come on, join us Dennis. This month, so thank you. I know this will be Jen's the last here. one probably. I just <laughs> got here. <laughs> That run be like Kool Aid. And mango hitting. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. Come on. The really good. We're on camera. It's not getting one cross eyed and everything. <laughs> oh, come Lord. on. H U. Oh, did you used to drink like this <laughs> in school? <laughs> what happened? Did you just like lose it or something like that? <laughs> you just was always up. like that. At times have changed. She wasn't always <laughs> drinking, uh, you know, mixed drinks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was taking only shots at one point. Like, like you walked in the house like here. Mm-hmm. I do want to try that. I ain't had I, like I ain't had Captain in a while. I'm gonna try it too. Yeah, yeah. I like mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's a no for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm really mad. I missed that one music fest, man. Not mad because I was like. 
I would have had a bad time if I would went. You volunteered to not go. Yeah, I was just out of the mood by the time. You know That's what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it would have been, been bad. I'm disappointed. I've never been yet. So I, never I, been. I, how I've long you been, been here again? Six years, bro. God, I, I haven't been any of the big music festivals. It's too hot. They need to make it. J Cole concert. October or something like it was. It was. It was like it was still. It was too hot to really enjoy it. Like yeah, and folks was laying out there about butt naked and still was like hot as hell. Okay. Oh, butt naked. Nah, folks didn't have no clothes on. People had the new thing now was wearing the tutu with the draws. The tutu with the draws. What are you talking about? A little ballerina tutu. They wear that and but then they have on like a bathing suit up under it okay like a thong i like know they be wearing thing. that to them like uh them them like crazy festival wow they I had seen that Marion on wearing some crazy shit like that like brand nah, they, they had on? it on and i was just like why do you have it and i was like oh you don't have any draws on that's why you have that so the police don't stop you okay tutu yeah. but is tutu the right thing? Or are you talking about the little, <laughs> tutu, the little one piece thing? No, the ballerina, the little. Well, just the bottom part of the tutu, whatever that's called. I don't know. I feel like tutu for kids, so I don't even. It looks it's like we're having this conversation. Yeah. 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 Jennifer know what the hell it's called. She's just not helping. I don't know what it's called. Mm. But um, Jennifer, you went there. You had a good time, right? I, would, I just went on Saturday. You had a good time, right? I did have a good time the time that I was there. <laughs> you went on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. She was there. Where? To one music fest? <laughs> yeah. Nigga, <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> why is it whatever? Why, why is it funny? Out. Right. I don't know why uh, it's funny. I thought you weren't here. Well, I came back. And I decided went to the I decided kind of at the last minute. You ain't I shit. I decided like two weeks ago I wanted to go. So I just changed my flight and came back. But I don't regret it. I mean, I had fun on that day. Mm. I, got, I wish I had money like y'all to waste tickets, money. I, I only bought Saturday ticket. I definitely wasted a lot Saturday of fucking money. She wanted to go see. Like, who's the line? What was the um, line? For like? Okay, so it was Travis Porter and Roscoe Das, Trick Daddy, Trina, Summer Walker. Um, she was song. there. I don't know. Summer I didn't even Walker. see Buster Rhymes. He got that song he, on the he, radio he with Drake he, now. Who's the headliner? Okay. So, yeah, he was there. And then I didn't even see Buster Rhymes and 3 Six Mafia because they was on the other stage. And I was like, mm. all this moving around. Oh, it was but two stages? It was three, three stages. stages. Oh, this is lit. It was yeah. lit. That's it what's up. Fun. I like that. I feel like, like Buster really Rhymes got to sit down when he performed. Nah, nah he didn't like, big. I like Buster Rhymes. too. So was Trick Daddy. Oh yeah, true that. But he but got disease though. He got lupus. Really? Yeah, he got disease though. Wow. He got I would have, I would have liked to seen. I would have liked to have um, been there probably Saturday because it was later, so I'm sure it wasn't as hot. Like by I the time, hot. not at nine, ten o'clock. Yeah, not, not at nine. Not yeah. at nine. I was saying we were there like prime, like two, three o'clock. It was like yeah. burning. Yeah, I thugged like, it out. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, if it would have been like later at night, then you had your little buzz. Everybody was sitting under the tree like drinking. They had some liquor there, some brown that I hadn't had before. It was actually pretty good. What was it called? Somewhere to M. Did everybody oh, just sneak their liquor before. in? Or yeah. I'd be scared really to do good. that shit. Oh, y'all, how did y'all sneak it in? They was checking purses. I got this lotion bottle. Oh, hey. but they say you only supposed to bring, you only supposed to bring a certain size. That free though. hack right there. No, no, no. Remember lotion you bottle. Me oh shit! Yeah. Remember? I forgot. Yeah, a long, they, long, long. They long, let long us. They let because they were um because we had like outside drinks and they was like nah pour them out. And you saw everybody just at the front just trying to rush and drink their drinks and pour them out. And people have to take <laughs> their bag. 
They definitely wasn't checking too much because um, nah. we were well. Tess brought her little pin, so we had that. So, yeah. but everybody had blunts. They could definitely be sneaking. Yeah. They put them in their socks and shit. Yeah, everybody had their blunts. <laughs> it's just the ladies. The ladies' purses. They not really, really checking. No. Yeah. yeah they like look through. Like, all right, you ain't got no gun. You good? Hmm? I lost my tapestry. Your what? My tap. Well. I don't think black sarong. people have tapestries. No, well, I have a tapestry. It's not a tapestry. It's a sarong. I just like. Wait, what is it? It's like a blanket. Yeah, it's just like a blanket thing that you lay down, but I left it back. Why did you say blanket? Because it's called <laughs> a sarong. How'd you leave it by accident? Were you that messed up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, That's how it time. Trash. Had a good time. Yeah. Mm. Had an adventure. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, trash. Yeah, we, we mentioned wasting money because I bought two day. I bought two day pass, two two day pass. <laughs> Which net best about four hundred dollars, and I ain't go. <laughs> well, you know what I did. So you. you know what I did. I sat. I laid on this couch for about six hours. I know you didn't do shit. And then I ordered Grubhub. I ordered me a whole pizza. Yeah, let somebody play with your food. I ate seventy five percent of the pizza. Went to sleep. Woke up. Finished the pizza, and then I felt like disgusted with myself. You should have. But that's all right. That's about 2 a.m. Well, that was my workflow right there. You the whole pizza. I mean, so, you know, that pizza place up the road, like, you you can't order pizza delivery from certain place because it's not going to be fresh by the time you get the shit. And that shit wasn't fresh. And I was you got to like, go to Nancy's. Where? Nancy's. It's, it's, I don't think it's, No. Man, Georgia? Nancy's Pizza is a Chicago-based pizza place. Man, them damn uh, big-ass Chicago nah, nah, pizza. Nah, nah, nah. Don't even get that. Don't even get just get Hell that. No. What you do is you get the thin crust. You get the thin. And it's cut up in squares. So. I like pizza oh, like okay. that. I like the thin squares. crust. That's what I was used to. Yeah. Like, I don't like that deep squares. Thin like little squares? Yeah, it's like, I feel like the, that's for little they kids. They take the entire pizza. They cut it up in squares. That's what I was used to. I didn't really eat pizza in triangles that, unless you went that's to the like, only way pizza come. Not where I'm from, bro. So where I'm from, pizza is one of the top three food selections. That's true. All right? And this is in southeast Wisconsin. Mm. That's because we're just about 50 minutes north of Chicago. Okay, okay. So, but... A lot of Italian spots up there, and what they do is they they have like the the circle piece. And instead of making triangles, they cut them up in squares and it be thin crust. Mm. I'm telling y'all, the the pizza that tastes close to where I'm used to is called Nancy's Pizza. And they got it in Atlanta. I want to say no, it's not one up here. I know it's one in Midtown. There's one in Camp Creek, but the thing is so good. One day when you down there, I gotta you try sit that. Down and try that. It's right next to um, Krispy Kreme on Pont. Right next to Krispy Kreme. Okay. I gotta try that Nancy's. Nancy's pizza. Yeah, because the one I me, the one the I best. like it's a New York style pizza. That should be busting though. That should be bust. You know what I'm talking about? That New York one. Where Got a movie theater. From? Oh, you like that? It's like a, it's just a little random spot. It ain't like no chain. It's mm-hmm. just like a little random homegrown spot. That shit good as fuck, man. Where? It's by. It's is it the sauce that make it or? Right, it's everything. Like, they got the right amount of everything on there. It ain't too much. It's just perfect, you know, but it ain't perfect when you order that bitch from Grub Up. And then I waited two hours for it. They probably ate your food, uh, too. Two hours. Yeah. So, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't a fan of Grub I like Uber Eats. Uber Eats come a little faster than Grub I don't like none of that stuff where they can play in your food. You real, you real, like, you like old men, like, be, you know, wary about you Just don't shit. believe somebody playing your food. Why would someone play in my goddamn food? Okay. You take a shot. 
Yeah. Well, I got you to know. Yeah, I already took mine, man. You, yeah, you know, hold on, I'm gonna come again. Uh, you know, people playing your food. They said like, I why think would they said somebody playing their food? What did they, they get out said, of that? Uber Eats. I mean, you get food. No, I'm saying, what do they get out of that? <laughs> I'm not. What do you mean? <laughs> what what pleasure do you get out of playing in my? They played in your food and you pay for it. You got to eat it. So they just be like, ha ha ha. Yes. Niggas ain't doing this. Shit. Okay, I don't. I don't mess with that stuff. They said like I think they said over like sixty percent of the Uber Eats people will eat your food. You don't even read articles, nigga. I just I read that in a tweet. Exactly. But I'm telling you, they planning it because you got to think. How many times did you like when you were younger when you got fries? Has there ever been a time where you've gotten fast food and and got fries and never ate one of your fries out the bag before you got home? I don't know where you're going, dude. And just answer the question. Yeah, I always eat out of the bag. Okay, so you think they're not going to order, get your food from the place and not <laughs> eat one of your fries? fries? It's just, that's what you do. They're going to eat your food. <laughs> People's cars are nasty. I don't want my food in your car. Like, no. My car is full of, like, it's already nasty. You got to have somebody mixing your food. So now I got to pray Scooter for the residue. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to pray for the hands that made your food and to pray pray for the hands that's carrying your food, too. Played in your food. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Money. Money. Yeah, money. Oh, yeah. Money. You waiting to get back to money. Damn. She about sleep. We go off on tangent sometime. Uh, so, money. Um, so I would like for y'all to tell, like, you know, what inspired y'all to like get passionate about motherfucking money. Uh, Jennifer, you want to start? Uh, yeah. So I got passionate about. Oh, I got passionate about money. Um, once I first like got my first job, so I worked at Chick Fil A with Tessa. <laughs> that was my first job, and my daddy, he's he was always been cheap my whole life. Like I just, he just rubbed it. I think I like got passed down that and. The gene pool, like Genetic, it, it yeah. passed down to me, and then he always would like just be real cheap. I remember we was going to McDonald's, and he'd be like, oh, "Absolutely not! You get water and put Sprite in your cup." Like he just like anything. Like if he could save three cents, he'd be like, "Oh, this is three cents cheaper." Like whatever. So like, you he, heard that, and you was he like, was that's, so cheap." You heard that, and you was like, "That's cool," because I now that makes I, sense. As, as when I was a kid, I heard that I'm like, "Man, we broke." Um, I was just like, no, that makes a lot of sense because okay. logic, like we could save all the money. Like, why would we spend this? We don't have to. So your dad was the dad of everybody hates Chris. That's literally him. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's my daddy. He was like, this is three cents for my ass. I closed the door. Like, that was my daddy. He was like, I remember even, even up to high school, like if, you, if I rode in the car with him, he never cut the air on because he was like, not having the air on, that's building character. We don't need to use the AC. Like, <laughs> he, he, was he was so cheap. The fuck but, was he saving by doing that? I don't know, Tom. He said he was building character. But my plan is he was just like really cheap. And I was like, this is this is a great idea. Like, yes, like save money, wow. like whatever. That's real forward thinking for a child. Well, I just thought this. I was like, this is great. And so when I first started getting my little Chick-fil-A checks, he was always be like, you got to spend half your money and save half. Like it was just the rule. It's like you just, that's how it is. You get $200, you save $100, you spend $100. That's, that's what it is. And so I was just like, okay. So I just started doing that from a very young age. So like that was, I was like 14, 15. Because right. first of all, when I got my first job, he was like, let me not even worked at Chick-fil-A because he was like, oh, they sign work permits. Like, so normally you got to be like 15, 16 to get a job. He was like, oh, but Chick-fil-A will let you work if you're 14 mm. and I approve. I will drive you to and from every day to mm. this job. I forgot about so, work permits. Yeah. So and I, you, think you, you couldn't work past like eight or nine o'clock. Like it was some rules. Mm -hmm. He was like, you better go and to they work. They close at nine. So it yeah, it closed at 10. So oh. I was just like, he was like you, you're going to this job and you about to go. And so I just was <laughs> earning money from a very young age. And he was just like, that was just the rule. And so I kind of just 
took that and like that's just been like kind of my narrative and I've always since then just been like really infatuated about learning about money like how mm. to grow it how to save it different accounts you know even when I started earning my money like through programs or internships I was like I was like, get excited about saving or like building up my account because it gave me freedom and mm. also like even with that though like when I had my job I also doing those time periods, kind of learn the value of money. Because once I got my job, my mother was like, oh, so you work, so I'm not paying for your lunch money. You about to buy your own toiletries. You about to buy your own gas. Like, you mm. make money. You good. So I had to learn this lesson, too, of like, oh, save a half, a spend a half. But also, like, I need these things versus, like, me wanting to go out to eat. Like, I had to balance this because there's only but so much money here. So I had to learn that, like, really early on how to function with the money that I had because I wasn't getting a lot of handouts because I was like, you have a job. Absolutely right. not. So that's kind of where my first money lessons started. And I kind of just have taken that forward and just, like, really being excited about learning about all different subjects about money. Oh, MJ, what's up? What you got? Dang. I, I don't know. You gotta know when was the first time when you like money, like money. Oh, the big okay. Epiphany happened here. Um, I was uh, yeah, the big epiphany about money for real, for real happened here. I was uh here in Atlanta. Yeah, I was. It was within six months of being here. I was on my way to work, driving down I twenty, right before Wesley Chapel, mm. and um, my gaslight came on. And uh -oh. that's when I was like, oh, okay, let me pull over and get some gas. Got off. Was it across street from the Popeyes? No, next next to the Popeyes. And um Chick-fil-A. Popeyes. <laughs> next to the Popeyes on West Chapel. And uh I had like maybe two credit cards and a debit card and no cash and everything was denied, Damn. declined. So it was at that moment, I was about twenty-five, a, a, a tear came down my face. And that's when um, I started questioning myself, like, okay, I did, you know, what I was told to do in terms of getting these degrees right, and right. things like that. And um, but I just really have nothing to show for it. And yeah, wait, what, um, what did you do with the car? What you do for gas? Well, I would. I, <laughs> I, I want to know the finish. The, the gaslight came on, so you know, you still got enough to make it. So oh, okay, I, you I was made only it like to your two miles from work. Okay, but um, and so I still made it home. It okay, like okay, twelve right. miles from home. Okay, cool, cool. And so, um, but it was then where um, that later that weekend, mm -hmm. I went and had a one-on-one -on -one talk with myself. Okay. And that's when I started really my debt-free journey and to start figuring out, like, why I spend the way I spend okay. and to really um, gulp all the money that I fucked up in the past because mm -hmm. I, I messed up on a lot of money. <laughs> um, uh, that I had in opportunities uh, with money, so... Okay, but so most yeah. of your your inspiration was internal though. It was like no outside of the the gas, but everything um, was internal. You well, just you just came to your own conclusion. That's when I was just more aware to start the debt free journey, and but it made me more super serious too about money. If right. I just use that term, right? Um, there was one other. There was two other moments where like it's connected to money, but it was more like I knew I had to go make things on my own mm. um but that was where i became like full circle with like, right, right. okay let me be super super intentional about my money okay yeah okay so what so and you got any questions why i, I want to jump over it no you can ask so, so what so so you had that moment and what's the next step you go into like i see your journey started when you was a child you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like you had a 
a whole step. Like you never really slipped up past coming to college. Like I know a lot of people have those issues when they get to college refund checks and like you throwing a lot of money and credit card and stuff, but like you got there and then like what was your next step to like fix things? Uh, um, acknowledging acceptance, facing your debt. Mm. Um and that was That's the hardest thing that, right there. Acknowledging yeah, that, that weekend was yeah. um pulling my credit report up on um annualcreditreport.com and then just yeah, really free, free credit report every year, right? Yes, that's right. Oh, y'all look at that. You check so, your shit now. Um I was able to then <laughs> really know. just connect with what I thought like the bills that I were paying and just make sure they all matched mm. up. And um I was like I got to thinking cuz at the time I had like this YouTube channel. I was doing these motivational videos okay. or whatever. And I was like um you know, I I moved to Atlanta to Start something, right? Right, right? I wasn't really strategic or um, with anything. I was just like doing some stuff, and um, I was like, "But I can't really do that if mine's just money jacked up because it was stressing me out." And obviously, I can't be on the side of the road, right? So, um, my whole vision was, "Well, what happened if I just get rid of all of my debt? It would create more space, more mm. opportunity, more time, more money for me to right, right. um do some of the things that I love." Okay. That was January 2014. Damn. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna jump to the future and, and you yeah. know what happened after that. But mm-hmm. let me let me let me go back to like high school. Like for both of y'all, was there like a lot of I know you already had the money management. What did I do? But did anyone in high school kind of like us you into like this is the way you should handle money like because i i think it's like it starts a lot early on like mm-hmm. people don't teach us that at school especially if your parents didn't have that mentality that your dad had so it's like where do you learn it you know what i'm saying so did y'all have similar like situations in high school where nobody talked to you about money in in school like in the system that's what i'm thinking same question for you too um, yeah, for me, I didn't get any explicit classes, which is why like I teach classes on this now to students. But yeah, I didn't besides my dad, which I mean, and my dad was he gave me the tools that he had. So it was, it was basically, you know, spend half, save half. But anything beyond that, as far as like credit or investing or how credit cards work. I remember my daddy, he didn't get a credit card. till like I was in college. Like, wow. I mean, like <laughs> he didn't get and I mean, like. A piece of plastic. Like, he didn't get a debit card even until I was like, he, he was, like, writing checks. He was like, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> no, like, I heard that. Cre- like, it's a debit card. It's literally not a credit card. He was like, no, because that looks like a credit card. I'm not right. doing it. Like, he just was not having He was very traditional. All he knew was about was saving. Like, mm. just save money. It was never, like, invest or whatever else. And we just like, get a job. Even to this day, he just, like, got a job. Oh, saving okay. money. You great. So like, you, so life you is haven't good. brought your dad to Perfect. like investment. No, he like, so he listens to so he loves Susie Orman. So he he's heard like <laughs> things like this. He's Wait, obsessed who, with her. Who's Susie Orman? She's like this white lady who talks about money on TV. Oh, he okay. like <laughs> people. He it. loves it, but it's just I like so he's that. learned about stuff through her, and like he we have a very similar like knack for like learning <laughs> about more money. But from his background, like. He, I feel like he just was like saying like that, that was the thing Like just if I can get some yeah. cash In the bank account I'm good yeah. And so I didn't have any classes Or anything about that It wasn't until um, Maybe college Because I didn't even have Personal finance in, co- in college I think in my school now They have it But I didn't have that in college So we would learn about Corporate finances Corporate accounting But not necessarily not How personal. to do it for yourself mm. But I would seek out these things And then it, my like epiphany moment When it really hit, really hit me Was like when I graduated And I got my first job And I was like 
I don't know what any of this stuff means. Like, it was just really confusing and, like, having your 401k, selecting investments, understanding the market. I was like, I don't know what any of this means. I have two degrees. This is crazy. So yeah. I just didn't have enough education around that. And then from there, it kind of really catapulted me to learn more personally. Right. But it was a lot of, like, me figuring it out by myself as okay. opposed to being, like, a traditional classroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, MJ? Any, any high school classes or anything that tried to teach you about money? Hell no, I want no classes, but it was more just like experience it was like get money like you know that was like the whole thing was, get money yeah i, I mean because when nobody else gonna pay for anything like so my aunt raised me since i was 10 so i had a um uh some little adversity to come through whatever with my mom and dad and um my dad been in prison most of my life uh still live just went to see him a couple weeks ago okay. and so uh up in wisconsin so but um they you know, we, we grew up a little fast or we, you know, we had to get what we wanted um, really fast. So my first job, I was cleaning the church at 12. My granddad's a church. And then at 14, uh, I'm freshman year, I remember getting my first job, like at a little restaurant around the corner from the high school. Mm-hmm. And it was on the popping when I saw those checks. Yeah. And so from there, I was just a hustler. And mm-hmm. I worked three jobs in high school. I had... um. Uh, the restaurant job I worked at um, the YMCA and I also was a DJ. Okay. So I used to throw a lot of parties, and right, so right. Um, I just knew I had to make money. Yeah. Like I, so, I kind of like I, it was like making money, but in right. terms of like That's I didn't really I, learn. I feel like I learned that I had to make money for myself, but I didn't learn really all the other stuff i was making it and it was flying out the door but i was investing back into my dj business okay. i do remember that like i remember like i was I already doing something stuff. like this yeah, yeah. yeah i had like three cars in high school um okay there was like two of them was like hype cars like you just bought them from like some hype or some Mexican oh on the God. south side. Okay. And then like make some money. Is a hype or crank it? I don't know what yeah. a hype is. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a midwest so, like, term? Yeah. Oh. I ain't never heard of it. Oh okay, God. yeah, yeah. So like it's not crackhead. And so like you it's people used to get like hype rentals. Um uh, as where like, you know, they I didn't because I wasn't selling drugs, but you know, cousins and partners, you know, they get some hype rentals. But I bought like like a five hundred dollar car at the South Side. Oh, okay, somehow. okay. Yeah, and something then you like fix that. it up and do. Or whatever. I would like um put my DJ equipment like it was like a truck, like a little yeah, yeah. old car and stuff. But um, that was the beginning of me like establishing my hustling mentality about money. But yeah, it, it seems like money, it seems like we are preached to like get money. Mm-hmm. Like motherfuckers are always telling us to get motherfucking money, get money. But they're not telling us what to do with no, the money once exactly. we get it. And then we like just That's buying the shit. That's it. And then trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? So get money. I like when you said get money. money. It's just like, yeah, niggas and know to get money. Second moment, mm-hmm. it was right after undergrad. And I needed a new car. And I remember asking my granddad to, because he the only one I thought maybe would do it, to put a car in his name. It was like a used car for like 8000 Oh, wow. And so I needed, I moved to Indianapolis then. From Alabama, where I got my bachelor's, um, from my master's program, he was like, "No, you know," and that was a big. <laughs> How did moment. that make you feel? Like shit, because yeah. I was like, I, you know, I was, you know, the only first generation college, the, mm. the grandchild. I'm very responsible. I was gonna pay it, but I needed right, a co-signer. Right. Did he say? And, uh, did he give he you a reason? Because like, he didn't want shit in his name. Yeah, you yeah. Know? smart. You know, he smart. Was just, <laughs> I, you know, and so, but that was another yeah. moment where I was like, I had to get this on my own. Mm-hmm. 
And so then some years later, that happened on the side of the road here in Atlanta. But that was yeah, like yeah. a part of the layer to the cake, I guess. It seemed like a lot of a lot of your stuff revolves around cars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say about a car. Like you always I bring mean, up a car. Yeah. And then the car. And then the car. That car getting you together. And then the car. The car is the bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you got a car thing. So mm-hmm. so so uh basically, man, is there a, was there any point where you felt early on in your life that money mattered or you your mindset changed around money? Um I think I'm like the average, you know. Yeah kid that kind of looks like us we didn't really learn much about say your parents might have told you to save and they told you but they didn't save themselves that was just like hey you should say this but it was always like okay we got to work because we got to pay bills it was like kind of the check to check mentality mm. um i remember getting my first job was in you know middle school high school about you know uh, did a lot of yard work and watching dogs, getting five dollars here, ten dollars there, and stuff like that. Just trying to work because my mom was like really cheap as far as it came to like what fashion and stuff. Like she was like, "What shoes? Forty dollars? Hell nah!" And if y'all know, like as a dude, like we can't buy you can't buy no name brand shoes. It's like now it's like a hundred, but back then it was like sixty, yeah, seventy. You had to do six. And I, yeah. I wasn't never really into Jordans and all this stuff like that, but I, I wanted some Air Force Ones. And I remember I listen. I wore, then he came right on back, ain't hey, <laughs> right on back. Oh, uh, nobody wearing Air Force Ones. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, so, so, so you don't be around endless. the Gen Z, Gen Z. That's it. I'm yeah, telling you, that's like yeah. a throwback. I gotta talk to my sis. That's a throwback. Yeah, oh, oh, they yeah. classic. He said. Hit him up. That's yeah, like MJ got a little tolerance on him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can do this. Nah, but uh just I remember working all summer to get those those <laughs> it's I don't know if y'all I don't know if it was popular up there, but y'all remember a brand called uh Jabot? <laughs> yeah, bro. Come on now. Hey I think maybe I thought it was just a southern thing, but Jabot was and it's so stupid now that I think about it because so stupid because I worked I worked all summer. This is when Riches was around, which is now Macy's. Um, that shit used to be called Riches? Yeah, Riches. Riches? Yeah, riches. I remember fucking Riches. That's Macy's now? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Stark. Really? Yeah. Stark. Wait, 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 wait. No, I thought Macy's like been around forever. Like the Macy's They've been Macy's around forever, parade. but they used to be called Macy's. I mean, they used to be, Macy's used to be called Riches. They were like a, a brand of each other mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. But, um, so I remember I worked I worked all summer to to get this Jabot outfit and it's so <laughs> crazy because the shirt was literally the shirt was like forty five fifty dollar in shorts jean shorts that the little yellow Jabot strap on them was like seventy eighty dollars and of course you know the forces the white uh, the all white low tops they was like seventy five eighty. So this is like a about hundred hundred sixty. It's like a two hundred dollar outfit, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. So it's, it's so crazy. I, I did all that, and I remember, you know, I was like, thought I was fresh, and my mom washed it, and she, my mom is like real big. <laughs> she old school. Like, she old school washing clothes. School. She like sorts everything, but I love my mom to wash my cars, and I love her to death. But she would shrink your shit. Yeah, and she shrank that outfit, <laughs> boy. I was so sad, man. And I was like, Come on, bro. Uh, but it Where'd just. Where'd you wear it to first? I mean, I wore it to school. Oh, like, it's, this is like a first day, you know, first day back to school, you know, you fresh. <laughs> but it was like, that's when <laughs> I really that? started noticing. I was like, damn, I don't really want to waste money like on, on clothes and stuff like that. I will always get like one or two things that was like kind of name brand, but 
I just hated wasting my money because we would literally you would make money to spend it. And I I still really never knew how to like save, save. I knew you were supposed to save, but I would just save to get what I want and then your money would be gone. And that's like the that's what definitely I want to talk to you guys about, because a lot of people know, OK, save, save, save. And I'm still even in my early 30s. I'm like, OK, I'm saving this money. But what the hell am I doing with it? Because mm. you just having a whole bunch of money in savings account ain't doing shit. And because in 10, 20 years, this is going to be like, if you just leave money in a savings account, let's say you save it for 40 years, you saving two, 3,000 a year. That 50, 60,000 that you got saving in an account is not going to be worth today what it is in 20, 30 years. Inflation. That's yeah. true. That's so, Inflation is real. And I think um, I went to a conference this weekend with work and they had um, my, my VP had his um, financial advisor there. You know, this real money, money. And just listening to him, man, just the stuff he was just talking about as far as, you know, not even really stocks and bonds, just regular saving Mm -hmm. and HSAs and, you know, just different things like that. And we like, damn, we could have did that. Or hold on. I are like, there's the Roth 401k thing. Like just all type of stuff. Cause me, like even with my job now, like I'm doing my 401k and I'm, I'm putting it as much as I can. But I don't check my shit. Like, it's like I need to do, like, yeah. better with that just, shit to just see, make sure what it's doing. But I think it's because at a young age, most people, like, our parents are like, hey, you know, do it, do as I say, not yeah. as I do. Because yeah. you watch your parents really not. I know me personally, I watched them, you know, they bust their ass and working hard, but didn't really, weren't able to really be in a financial position where they could be like, okay, I'm saving this amount um, you know, to do this. And I got this money in case this happened. Cause the average person that you meet of color that looks like us, like if something bad happens, like let's say emergency and they got to fly out somewhere, they got to ask you to, to, to borrow the money. Cause they don't have three or $400 in an emergency fund to just mm-hmm. be able to throw. And then people are either, they don't have the money are they scared of the credit cards? What I tell people all day, you need to have one because if some emergency happens, you need to have your credit card. You should you shouldn't just want to just throw out a thousand dollars in there. And if you do have it on there, then use credit because I feel like you know credit is good to have. The yeah, the people that I, it up. yeah the people that I meet that really have the funds, they don't even spend their own money. Everything is credit or you know properties they own. Other people giving them money, they're not spending their own shit. So yeah, smart, yeah. So but, I guess what, yeah. what was you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. I, no, wanted- I guess the the question I would pose to you guys, both of you guys, and you know, kind of with the financial thing is like, what is like for people who? Because I think a lot of times we don't start saving. When I say we, I mean us. You know, black people, um, we don't start saving until we kind of can be not be check to check, which is hopefully you know in your mid late twenties to early thirties. Like, and it's it's sad, but that's 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 what it is realistically. And it's still some people was like they got good jobs, but if they and it's, Atlanta is horrible with it. People that got great jobs, but it's like if your job fire you today, you'll be on the street. Like yeah, you can have a job that's paying you one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars a year, but your expenses that you're having, you're just kind of working to pay the bills. And like, what do y'all feel like is a good, I guess, amount to save each month? 
Like regard, because you know some people are like, well, I don't know how much to save, and like that's a, that's what a loaded say? question. Right? Well, it I guess really kind of is. It, yeah. I guess that's a loaded, loaded question. To, so, what is that? Then we look up what so, the average so, salary was. So, so you can. So I think the average amount that Americans have in the bank is like between like it's like less than two thousand. Okay. I think it's yeah. a very low very amount, low. like across the United States, because right. people just you know, like I said, a lot of people are check to check. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, and like the one percent has so much wealth, and then the rest of us are just like one percent, and the rest of you niggas. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> that's it. They the can wear that. They can wear that shirt and just be like, "This is a fact." <laughs> and the rest of you niggas. <laughs> that's but, it. But yeah, so um, so I mean that that opens up the conversation mm-hmm. to I think transition from us growing up, all we hearing is save, save, save. You don't even yeah, know how much to save or what yeah. you should be saving. Yeah, but that, they, like I said, that's a loaded question because it depends on your situation. And like, depends I mean, on what do y'all you feel like a real like with you coming like, so that because you you kind of glaze over that, but we know your them checks at Chick Fil A were number sixty dollars. That's correct, half yeah. and half. So yeah. with that, with that, what do you feel like? Because I feel like we need to start saving at an earlier age, like yeah, the, the yeah. you know. Um, Definitely have fun and, you know, set aside your fun money, you know, because that's a lot, that's a lot to get that. Just be yeah, like, when hey, you young, fun don't cost no fucking, not that much fucking I money. Mean, you so get yeah. a bottle of liquor and you but, can have some real but fun. But I'm just saying, what do you feel like, like coming out of, coming out of college, <laughs> like come out of what? coming out of, I'm just saying coming out of college, you, you know, you may be making, you know, and it's sad because we got four year degrees where you paying, got $50,000 in student loans and your job mm-hmm. barely paying you 30, 40,000 a year. But that's the well, time though. But that's what do you feel like is a good, well, the reason why I say that is to say like, what do you guys feel like is a good savings point to be at? Like far savings as money, point? like I far mean, as your money, like how much should you, because okay. realistically you probably won't be able to save half of your check so what do you think is a good percentage of whatever your check is going to be for you to save i mean i think like he's it's just like it's very nuanced so it's just like savings is going to be depending upon like your expenses so it's just like it's a balance right so if you're in a situation regardless of how much money that you make you know there's only way that you can save more money that you earn more money you spend less those only two ways it's on like way that you'll have more money to like save. So if you're in those situations, first of all, if you don't, if you're not saving anything, it's better to save a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, than to save nothing. Just to get in the habit and the practice. Because people ask me all the time, like, oh, how are you so good at saving or budgeting, or whatever? But I talked about even on just now. I was like, I've been doing this since I was like 14. So that's a long time. You're not so the it's norm. Different. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's different if you like now you're 30 and you're trying to start like you built up this habit over 30 years and now you have to try to get back into the habit. So if you're in a situation to where you aren't saving anything, I would say just start with like a dollar, like something really simple. Just get in the habit of being like, OK, whatever, I'm going to save this. And then you can increase it over time. It's like a lot of things about money are emotion based as opposed to just dollars and cents. So I like to use the analogy a lot of times about like working out. So, like, if you work out or whatever, and a lot of us, like, you say, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to get a six-pack. I want to do this. And generally, the way that you get it is just by, you know, working, like, going to the gym, moving more, and eating right. And we all kind of know what that is. But why is everybody not in shape? We all know what to do, but we're not mm-hmm. in shape. It's because there's something that happens between you knowing what to do and you actually doing it. And it's the same thing that kind of happens with money. And so I think... Uh, different like beside from like identifying like how much dollar amount that people need to save because there's so many 
fluctuations in salaries and circumstances and expenses and stuff like that. Just really focus on getting into the habit of saving and then, you know, adding more and adding more to the point where you can, you'll see like when you do something gradually over time, it becomes a habit. And B, if you increase it gradually, it feels less painful than if you go from, okay, let's say maybe I make, you know, $3,000 a month and I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna save $500. And then you maybe do it the first month and the next month you're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna say like 200 because, you know, this thing came up. Mm. And the next thing you know, you save in less and less and less. Whereas you had built up to it and you kind of got in the habit of it, it will be more ingrained in you. So I think a lot of ways are to answer your question. It was like, as opposed to focusing on the amount, really kind of focus on the habit or the behavior and you can like work on that. It's kind of like getting in shape or like flexing your muscles, like really kind of getting mm. in the habit of this and making this more of a lifestyle and for, as opposed to just trying to doing something really radical or out of the norm if you haven't been doing this for the last like 30 years of your life. Yeah, what's up, MJ? What you got? I love what she said. I I think like I'm new to savings actually, so I was operating a lot on, I think what they term like a zero base budget. I would like yes. make my money <laughs> and then I will literally get rid of all of it to pay off debt. Why is that? Yeah, yeah. Let's, you, um, you, yeah. why was I doing it? Um, one because I knew I was hooked on to my side hustle. Like mm-hmm. I knew that I. I'll go back and make the money. Like, I feel like money came a little easy to me if I needed to make a certain amount. Mm. Well, not the amount I want to make yet, but, you know, yeah. like the, the amount that I needed, I will find out how to make it. You All know, right. I will work my way. I will find another job, whatever. Right. Um. One, Um. so I was, so that's why I was doing it. And then two, I did use or have like a credit card. Okay. And, um, so I got like 14 credit cards. So I, like out of the 14, it's always like three that was no interest. So I was like, if something was to happen, I need to go Hold home. Hold on, what? Don't go he's over there. You said 14? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like a lot Y'all of credit really cards. Y'all ain't really got into MJ's story. I need to get and into so, the story. Um, so like a few of the credit cards was like no interest cards. So if something was to happen, I was like, okay, I could just use that in case an emergency happens. Yeah, yeah, emergency Or something like that. Sure. So I would just use that and won't be interest calculated. Whatever. It did pile on to the debt, but um, hopefully, in most cases, like it went a lot of emergencies or whatever. There were some. So um, that's kind of how I operate now um, mm. that I'm on the other side. I'm very goal based. I like my goal was to eliminate debt, and that's what I did. And it took me a long time. And so now the goal is to save. Now, my goal now, mm. though, is to save my entire nine to five check. Like, that's like my big yeah, goal right now. Like, so I've got it to where half of it is saved. So I'm trying to get the other half. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm gonna try to get into a uh, rental property or something to take okay. care of my side of the rent. They so transition to make your side hustle your main hustle. Yep. Your, the side hustle would take whatever. care of my um everything. Like my scooter side hustle takes care of my um monthly expenses, like my gas, my grocery, my haircuts. Can you talk can you chat about your side Can't hustle on. so people understand? Yes. Yeah, did please, you kind of get my savings thing a little bit? Like please. it's Whoa. it's kinda like well, yeah. I don't I don't have a direct answer. I mm-hmm. think it was more uh, for because how I operated, like the mm-hmm. type of way that I was managing my budget. Like mm-hmm. now when I go out and do like personal finance courses or whatever, I always have a, a savings part in it. And it's based like I would look at like based on income. Like there's this mm-hmm. rule of thumb to save three months worth of like your living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would rules. shoot it to up, like, 50, like, 30, <laughs> like six months. Like um, yeah, for because do. there's there's some people I just know that just it's, it's hard to get a job. I've been fortunate. I'm a secondary I'm a high school math teacher. Like I can quit tomorrow. And I'm very confident I have a job within seven days. Like, 
I've never had that like issue it. like with getting a job because of my um what my degree is in or whatever my expertise. Mm. So but um so because of that too, I am a little bit more risky and confident with that zero base budget or whatever. So wait, can you explain what a zero base budget it's is? It's like you get your money so and know? everything is like accounted for it. Like, okay. I just so that like every said. cent is like accounted for it. So I know where everything is going. And at the time, these past five and a half years, the majority of that was going, <laughs> bills. going to debt. Like, yeah, going to debt. It was yeah. going to bills. I have like a buffer of like $40 because I'm like, Super social. I'm like the middle part of a lot of social circles. Oh, man, you can't be so, social with forty dollars. We, we got to talk about that. Uh, so gotta, um, yeah, I, I need have to curve a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I, I have to curve a lot of stuff. So you know, some people <laughs> pop in town here and there. I'm like, look, I got a bottle. You go get the wings or something. That's it. We have the crib. <laughs> you know, we can, we can hit a dog bar up here. I need it. You don't but, need um, no bottle for $40. You need the little, the little baby bottle. Uh, that be bro. behind the liquor store. Like when you go to purchase your liquor, <laughs> like, let me get that fill. Uh, so that was like kind of my lifestyle. But now, though, I'm new to savings. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward. Like I said, my goal now is to not touch my nine to five check. Okay. And I hope to reach that this spring. Okay. Yeah. Right. There are other things like how he was mentioning, like zero base, and there's 50, 30, 20 rules and like the six month emergency fund that people mm -hmm. say. But I feel like all of this is like relative to what your situation Amen. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think so. The, so I, the main part I get out of this is you need you need an emergency fund. That's ideal. Sweet. Everyone, yeah. no, no, I think everyone, no, everyone needs, needs it. One. I think everyone absolutely needs like it. That, I'm that, just talking about if we like across the gamut, like if you just not new to saving, no, no, you gotta no, get your no. habit. But mm -hmm. ideally, yes, you would like to have. Yeah, your I'm not that's saying how important. much that is. That's everybody has a everybody. number. Their, your number is basically your your expenses. How much it will cost you to live for three to six months? So right. let's say your expenses are a thousand dollars. You need three thousand dollars. That's your emergency fund number. That's what you would be shooting for. Mm -hmm. Ideally. Right. Like in a perfect state. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, but everybody needs an emergency fund because you don't that's know what the fuck right, is going to happen. Now, I that's think the we, problem with that. Because a lot of times, um, like, a lot, I think people save for certain things. Like me, I, I just got married not too long ago. So, like, thank man. you. So, it was, um, uh, it was saving, you know, for the wedding, even though I didn't really save for the wedding. I was just like, hey, this is due. I got to pay this. But, like, a lot of times, like, Cause a lot of people save like it seemed like you save with a purpose like you were yeah. like hey imagine this is we would have saved for it yeah it wouldn't hurt i like that yeah because i'm very goal oriented <laughs> yeah i like that save with the purpose. no but like with with me with like i didn't necessarily not saying i didn't save at a wedding it was just like okay i have this in my savings just for the wedding because a lot of times like we don't really save like with the purpose like i was saying you kind of just saving you're like okay this is what i need i need this amount I want $2,000 for this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, do you guys believe in like, like I want a savings that I like legit don't touch. And I yeah, have my yeah. 401k, about to yeah. but I'm like, I have like multiple savings accounts where I'm like, all right, this some shit I'm not touching. And then this is for the house or this is for this. Like, cause a lot of times people <laughs> save and, and then they're like, okay, they save for a certain amount. And you're like, okay, I saved to do this. I'm saving for this trip to wherever. Mm -hmm. Um and you save and then you use all the money and now you have no money. Yeah. So like, I, do you guys have advice on? Because I know you guys are both kind of like extremes with yours. What you saying? Like you kind of count every penny. And, and, well, I mean, I zero base. I actually don't uh, even 
budget for real. I have a no budget budget. She been doing so long though. That's what I'm saying. Like I like I said, my so my personal strategy that I use, like, um, so my friends here, <laughs> I don't do budgets. Shout out to I, do, yes. I don't do budgets. Yeah, yeah, I'll make sure y'all check out that podcast. So, like, even for me, like I said, because it's a habit for me, like it's a long-standing habit, I don't necessarily count every penny. Like, so zero-based budgeting, like he was saying, is like your money comes in. So you get a thousand dollars. This much. This money goes to rent. This goes to bills. This goes to savings. This goes to whatever. And so let's say and I got fifty dollars left over. Let's go. Well, no. So here's what happens. So it comes into your account. Let's say you get paid or whatever. You get a thousand dollars. Let's say in that account, that account will go to zero. So you but. Everything has a place. So you put money into the savings account, into the 401k, mm -hmm. into the gas, into your debt, whatever. And this account is zero. So when you get your next paycheck and it's $1,000, it goes everywhere, goes back down to zero. So mm -hmm. like zero-based budgeting like that to where it's like, no, I put every single dollar somewhere. It's gone. I know where it is. Isn't that living check to check? No, because no. listen, like I said, it, mm -hmm. every every dollar has a purpose. So let's imagine like you have a bank account, right? Mm -hmm. Get your paycheck, direct deposit. It's $1,000. Comes in this one account. That's your check-ins account. You put... $200 into savings, you put $300 into your 401k, you put $200 into gas, this much into groceries, whatever else. That account, that your direct deposit account, goes to zero. zero. That, but that doesn't mean you didn't save, you put mm -hmm. that in savings. That don't mean you didn't invest, you put that over here. That's zero, but in your next two weeks, you put your $1,000 and it goes out again. So it's like not, you know, it's zero-based budgeting, so every pay cycle you goes back to zero that's like one style but what i do is i don't I have the, i call it the no budget budget because i don't necessarily focus on like every single dollar like that because i have this like long-standing habit of saving that i just you know pay my bills i save a certain amount percent of percentage of my income it goes off to an account like you said that i don't see automatically don't even and think i about don't it. even think about it and i know everything else in this i could spend to zero I, it, could, it don't matter how much I spend on this account because I've already saved X amount of percentage of my money. I've, all my bills are paid, and this it is gone. Like I could I could spend this down to, to zero, and I know I've done everything that I need to do. So I only have to worry about that. I have to worry about how much I spend at Starbucks, how much I spend on brunch, how much I spend on food. Like I just know that you know this amount of money is the amount that I have, and it's a hard stop for me because it's different. It's this account, and then my savings is over here, and my investments over here. I don't see it, I don't touch it. So I call that the no budget budget. And like I said, there's so many different styles and methods like I have clients who use cash because they're like oh if I go out on the weekend mm -hmm. I know if I only got $200 I can't overswipe $200 like all, that's what I'm saying all of this is such based off of feelings and emotions as opposed to just not dollars and cents because you could do the same thing that I'm doing like if you add it up but it feels different when like there's money when it, your account goes down to zero in between your paychecks or it feels different if you take out cash it feels different you Same. know if you keep all of your money in one account and you don't you know put it in savings versus check-ins like all these things create different feelings and that's kind of really what you're trying to figure out it's like what feels the best to me what is something i'm going to be able to keep up with that's going to you know align with my lifestyle mm -hmm. i think that's the most like important thing we're trying to figure out how to work with your money ain't that kanye is talking about feels i, I feel now how do y'all feel about well mj we of course you know you must like credit cards because he's talked about having let me let me touch on something she mm -hmm. said man oh, okay. how the feel <laughs> it's hitting Not for real. Liquor hitting you a little bit. What? Talking about the drinks or the feels? Hitting you a little bit. The liquor. Chill out. Nah. <laughs> the feels is real. Right? Because yeah. that depends on what budget-based system you need to fall into. Yes. Because you can try Hold so out. many budgets, but it don't matter if it don't work for you. It's just like the workout things. Yes. Money mindset. You got money mindset. Y'all know all the money terminology. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. 
I'm trying to change this shit so regular motherfuckers understand it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you like you hearing this, and you gotta find a money mindset that work for you. And I think that's the hardest part for people. You know what I'm saying? Every, like you said, everybody want to work out and look good and shit. Everybody yeah, that's does. the end result. But how the fuck you going to get there, the process? You know, how you find out a way to do something that's painful to you? And I think saving money is painful to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Because they used to. to be. It, it, it don't have to be. It's but not I the think, norm. I think. So somebody saying, I just want to go out and buy some Popeye Chick-fil-A sand, uh, Popeye chicken sandwiches. They just want to do <laughs> he that. Popeye Chick-fil-A sandwiches. <laughs> right, come on now. Mix Mixing them up. Together. Maybe the drinks are getting to me. <laughs> That's a little bit. They're getting Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. They're hitting a little bit. Okay. Right. Anyway. How many shots? <laughs> hey, they sold out, so it don't matter. <laughs> I mean. But I'm saying that, that you got to find that, you know, you got to find that. Like, how do you find the right Thing that works for you You just gotta try them all out Well I think she had said She touched on that a little bit And I, I like that point That Jen um, That Jen made About how It's just about Getting in a routine It's just like You know Man, That's it, easy to say No but like Everything works Try try whatever works better for you mm-hmm. MJ's uh, May work for you Jen's may You know With me I'm kinda like You know Wifey makes the budget She's like Hey this is do this and that Send this to me. I'm like, cool, you got that. <laughs> I saved my point. The rest of it, yeah, I I can do whatever what else I want, whatever. That's, inter- that's an interesting strategy. Yeah, and that's all. That's an interesting strategy. That's yeah. all I say on that. Now. Yeah. Ooh. So. That's that's what works for me. I don't. Me personally, I I know that I know money is important. I hate dealing with money. Like I don't like me talking too. about how. This cost this and this cost that. Like, I don't like, I grew up watching, you know, members of my family, like, stress over bread. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be there. that. That's yeah. one thing I'm not going to worry about is, my, I, like, I work every day. Like, God bless me to be you able to get up and work. Yeah, I work every day, so I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. And I'm going to save my money, and I'm going to also spend it when I can, too. But I, I don't stress about stuff. I'm like, hey, if I got it, I got it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, you know but that's 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 kind of how I, how I like to the fly with stuff. And, and how that I been going cool. through it, man. I feel like yeah. I be like, you know, everybody like saving all this shit. But I be like, man, what about right now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you still can enjoy right. yourself. No, no, no. Let me go a little deeper in what okay, I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that I be reading like, oh, if you look at my phone, all the articles about. How to be a millionaire from save? Cause I I be reading about this shit all the time. Do you? I be reading, reading. Wow. Every other article on my phone from Google News say how much I need to say to be a millionaire by this age or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I be like, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice a lot. I'm gonna sacrifice to a lot to be a millionaire when, <laughs> when I'm fifty. You know what I'm saying? I'm fifty two. Nah, but I'm like, no. not 50. and I be like, right now <laughs> is the time for me to be doing things to. To beat, to to follow my dream, do all this shit, you know. But I'm saving, you know, I'm saving, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars, whatever, to a month or whatever, trying to save for the future. But I'm like, what about right now? You can do both. You really can't. So I you mean, can, I don't see it. You can't because it's just like there are also. It's kind of a fire principle, which I can talk about too. That too. Who explain, it, explain what fire is? Not I, right now. But I'm talking. about the, the point is, the I need to schedule that guy. The principle I ain't got him on is yet. that you 
you do things that are fulfilling. Like, it's not about sacrificing or saying, I can't do whatever. That's why, like, budgets and all that stuff feels constraining. But the point is, you're supposed to, like, say, do what you like to do. So there will be, like, people who say, oh, you shouldn't go out to brunch. You shouldn't get coffee. You shouldn't do whatever, whatever, so you could save. But if that really, really makes you happy, I say, like, you should do it. Like, you should go out, you should do it or whatever. And you, everybody's kind of threshold. That's thresh- not counterintuitive. No, but it's just, like, everybody's threshold is different. So, like, when I was paying off all my debt, right, so I graduated and I had student loan debt. I had a, a car note and everything. And But what I really wanted to do is I wanted to travel internationally. Like, I was passionate about it. I, like, I want to go to countries. Like, I, I want to travel, period. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not willing to sacrifice traveling internationally to pay off this debt but thank and because I, I loved it I was really really passionate about it but everything else that I did not like love that I was just spending on just casually I didn't do it like I wasn't going out to eat mm-hmm. wasn't going to brunch wasn't getting my nails done wasn't doing extra stuff because my money was going towards what was really important to me which is getting out of this debt and traveling internationally I love these things like it was both really important to me so I prioritized them so if, mm-hmm. if, you, if there's something that you like it could be getting your hair done it could be getting Starbucks it could be doing whatever you can do that but you can't do all the things at one time and still be like financially stable because you can live for right now and spend all your money down to zero but the chances of you getting especially nowadays getting to be 65 70 really high so it's just like oh, you kinda mean high. dying or something no, no getting to that age people are living like longer now right so it's just like the chances of you being in your 20s and be like oh I'm, I'm just gonna spend problem. it down to zero because who knows if I get to 60 you really have a high chance of getting to 60 yeah. and so you gotta balance like black okay. men are we still? No, yes. for real. No, really. We living longer. People in general, like we living in sixty-seven. A- <laughs> no, that's a problem. We listen. But I mean, even today, like yeah. sixty-seven, like okay. And that's what I'm saying. We living longer, man. Like my dad, my daddy, like yeah, my daddy, I, my daddy old, but he's not old. But that's what I'm saying. You look at him and think that. He's in his sixties. But he lit. Yeah, right back to the left, bro. Why does he but, sit into the mic? Bro, it don't matter, goddamn. I don't want to be older than eighty-eight. No, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I got a, hey, I got an age limit. I'm ready to go too. Eighty-eight, young. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Ain't no carrying me, nah, bro. Leave me on the floor. I'm ready to go. But that's what I'm saying, ASAP. man. Like we living longer nowadays. Like whatever nah. the age is now, at. Five to ten on and it. And we not going to have... I think this And we... We're we, not going to have no social security or nothing. I mean, we... we but, okay, it's that's a, a different sli- conversation. It's a small chance we might have. We're not. But what I'm saying but is... Even if you don't, that's even more reason to, like, think about your older self because who finna... But and, <laughs> who about to take care of you? And that's what I'm saying. When I'm, when I'm talking about what I'm talking about, I'm talking about us starting businesses. I'm talking about us following our dreams. I'm talking about okay. us investing in us in yourself to be like... Okay, yeah, you might have a hundred thousand in savings, but and that's if you're doing awesome. I think if you're doing awesome, you got a hundred thousand in savings at thirty or something. Now, if you got that, what thirty years you know with a hundred thousand dollars in savings? It's niggas out here, bro. Y'all know. know. Hey, I look, know. boy, you heard you. You heard I'm doing bad. I know a lot, <laughs> Kevin. You know, know a lot to the regular motherfucker. No, I don't know a lot, but I'm saying you know what. Yes. What? Yeah. Nigga, trust me. <laughs> what? I don't know. What no, no, hold, hold on, because oh, no. people. Not in the grand scheme, listen, that ain't no, even no, that, that no. much. That much. Listen, I know, much. I know that's not that much money, but I'm trying to figure out. Y'all talking about not in no 401k and no shit like. No, that is liquid, your savings nah, too. Nah, fuck all that. Liquid no, money. Nigga, you that's where your money post. That shit gets first, taxed, first bro. All, I'm talking about when you no, take no, your listen. shit out, you got 100 stacks. Now, listen. Yeah, this, first this of education all, part, put them first, on. Them. Yeah, because y'all count money that's no not reason, yours. 
First of all, if you have $100,000 in cash, just like you mentioned before, that's like fiscally, that doesn't make a lot of that's sense to have $100,000 in cash. It's a bad idea. So, now, what are y'all talking about then? But, sure, but like cash, I'm, when I say cash, I mean like in a savings account because yeah. like the interest money. is not, it doesn't add up. Okay, I it thought that's what your, I no, thought that was your, it needs to be invested in the market. But oh, the way, okay. 401k included. 401ks oh, okay. are invested in the market. It's just like a bucket that has. Encapsules your investments in the market, so yeah, your four hundred one k. There are investments inside of it, so if you have one, you're you're invested in the market. Yeah, I don't even Period. know. I, I mean, I, I had a four hundred one k for like what five five years now. See, like, that's that's what's what's I don't this even know what's in them. That's, that's, that's why I said that's the I could be racked up. I don't even know. That's the issue, and that's why I said it's a pro, it's a problem with your saving plan because you like oh my bad, you saying you just send everything to your wife, but. Maybe she don't got access to your four hundred one k. No, no, I did. That's not. That's not what I said. What you, you say? Did, you didn't listen. That's what I heard. I yeah. don't you didn't listen. I said she tells me what's due as far as the bills. I pay the bills. I put my money into my saving four hundred one k. Comes oh, okay. out that regardless. Ain't got nothing. Okay. Yeah, you the four hundred one k. Yeah, you okay. didn't. You wasn't listening. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I said because like a lot of times, um, like I said, because I don't, I don't like to stress about money. I'm just like, hey, mm-hmm. I work. This is gone. This is good. But I do want to, like I said, uh, I think we kind of got off that, but the the whole credit yeah, card thing, good. because with me, I've like, I like have always kind of been like anti credit card because I got one at a very young age when I was in college for to buy a biology book to buy. I got one from Wells Fargo and I fucked that shit up and fucked that shit up. And I was like, I didn't want to get one again. But then now, like, older I got one and I can pay for it off. But the thing, I, I don't really know how to use them because literally I'll pay for everything for the month with the credit card and then pay it right off. And then I'll watch other people get higher limits. And I'm like, you got a big-ass balance on your shit, but I'm paying my shit off every day, uh, I mean, every month, and my balance is staying the same. But I've, I guess I'm trying to figure out how to kind of, I'm supposed to really work that shit. Again, he had fourteen. Oh. Like I, I, it's just based on circumstances. Like I just use my solely all my everything come off my credit card now. Like my haircut, everything. Pay my barber Venmo. My um, you got a black barber? Yeah. Oh, uh, my barber old school. That nigga don't take hey nigga cash. So nigga. I just you use it though for nigga. now. I just use it solely for points. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, and I don't touch <laughs> and I don't touch my, um, shut up. so I don't when we talked about how you said points money, how, what you mean well credit card you points explain, a travel. lot of people don't know what points mean see this explain that to them it's a lot of different okay, it's, so, it's so, free money oh no well <laughs> free money free. now yeah. I'm, there's still some interest charged on it I might keep like a small balance but now that I'm debt free like a small balance though and about 6 to 10% alright but um the the car that I use is the Southwest. It's connected to Southwest Airlines. So it's a Chase car. It's like a $15,000 credit limit. And so, like, but I just use that for all my expenses, collect the points for everything. Just collect the points. And then I usually get, like, on average, like, two round-trip tickets. Oh, those of type of points. Yeah, 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 like those points. And there's so many different yeah, there's credit a lot cards. Of different like, and you just uh, play around with this. So I'll use it because I know I'm always taking some type with my social life tra- taking a few trips per year like so i just make sure like those those are taken care of with that like tomorrow i had to go to new york and so that whole trip was taken care of 
from credit card points. Just real quick. Now, and I see, I see that a lot, and I see people Free like money, Kelvin. Man. He he travels, and Jen does too. For someone like me, I don't travel that much. So it's like yeah. a lot of those Friends, credit cards are based cards. like on travel this. base, and they have the ones that are like, like I need one that's like, that gives me points for like you can food and shit. Stop, look around First of all, for it. It's credit good. cards. Credit cards, like how you mentioned before, like people who are like really rich or whatever don't spend their own money. A lot of people just use, I only, I don't swipe my debit card. I only use my credit card. And that's not just because I get travel points, but it's this thing called cashback. Literally, they will give you cash. Like mm-hmm. if I spend $100, I will give you $1.50. Just money. Because you use the credit card, period. And so the way that they, the, now the reason that credit card companies do this is because they're banking on you not paying your bill. They're mm-hmm. banking on you carrying a balance from month to month. When you do that, they charge interest, charge you interest for like borrowing it. However, if you, like, I could swipe, you know, $10,000 on my car. If I pay my $10,000 off, I would still get my cash back points. And so I, not only do I not pay you any interest, I still get my cash back so I can still get, you know, earning money just for spending th- on things that I would have already spent. Now, so cash can, back. Can you give him a real life example? Like say okay. Amazon card, you spend 10000 <laughs> yes. they mm-hmm. give you 5% back. Tell them how much you get back from just spending that money and you already paying it off. So they not getting nothing. Right. So there's so. a lot of different cards and there's, Cashbacks different from different cards, different banks, whatever. So I just got a card um, that it's like it's you get five percent back on Amazon purchase. So I spent a lot of money on Amazon. So I was like, okay, this is great for me. So if I spend you know a hundred dollars on something on Amazon, I'm gonna get five dollars in cash back. Like five dollars I could spend anywhere. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to just spend it at Amazon. I could spend it anywhere. So not only do I get five. 5% cash back on Amazon or Whole Foods. You also get like 2% back on gas, restaurants, and drugstores, and then 1% cash back on anything else. So again, I'm going out, like I said, I'm paying my bills, getting gas, going to the grocery, things that I would regularly spend my money on, I on get cash back on it and I can pay money for it. So for me, like every year, my birthday's in December, so every year, like I like to save up my cash We didn't back ask on. you that. Just saying, every year I like to save up my cash back points and I either like cash them out and I'm like give them, give it to myself as a birthday present or I can get a flight or I can sometimes you can buy gift cards. You can buy different things which are cash back points or whatever, depending on how they're set up. And it's really just money for me buying things I would have already bought in my life. So it's like another way to have money just like for using it. Now, again, this only works if you know yourself. Because again, like you said, when you're younger, if you're tempted to like, oh, I got, I, I got a, I got a five thousand dollars, yeah, like I, talk about this. <laughs> I got a five thousand dollar credit limit. I'm gonna swipe it up. I'm gonna yeah. swipe up as five thousand. That's not gonna help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you're gonna carry your balance over, that's not gonna help you. But it mm-hmm. takes, like I said, a like certain type of person knowing yourself, knowing your money mindset, knowing how you're gonna operate to say, oh, okay, I can do this. Like I said, if you're, like, I have clients who are just like, you know what. That sounds nice and all, but the way that I know myself is I need to get the cash because I, I know yeah. if I go out and I have a car, it's, I'm just swiping. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just whatever. That's self-awareness Kill that me. you have to have in order to know, like, okay, what your <laughs> limits are and, like, how you can manage your funds. But if you are disciplined, yeah, you no. can use that. That's another, like, tool that you can I use. I guess yeah, another tip yeah. about them credit cards, you got to look at them uh, yearly fees now. Yeah, people because people up. love Amex, but Amex that shit is high as fuck. Yeah, you have a hundred some dollar fee, cut out all the benefits, and they all hit around the same time, which made me think about 
what was going on in my life mm-hmm. around that time. Like I noticed my expenses go up between April and June. The stu- this, uh, I'm a teacher, so we turn up around April after spring break. Like the kids <laughs> that's that away. <laughs> yeah, like I noticed that. And then my line trip, I, yeah. uh, my line um, takes a, a line trip. Wait, every what green? What green? So, a five. Okay, okay. And we so, see it was over him. Man. Oh, what's up? What's oh, up? Oh, all day. What's up? Gang, gang. So, um, okay. We um and we usually take it between April and May. So I noticed like all my it's just like a bell curve. It just goes up like. But um, like I have three cards, and when I look back, how I accumulate all this debt, mm. I was like, "Well, damn, I've been paying three type of memberships, and they all are on those airline cards." I yeah. realized Cause Cause I just have one. one. I, bruh, I was just like in some other zone. That's how I accumulate <laughs> all this debt. Mindset is um, yeah. I, I have the the Southwest Chase one. I think they're all about $99 a year. Mm-hmm. And they come be and I noticed they come around the same time around mm-hmm. May and June. I noticed that this year. Um yeah, my Chase for Southwest, my Amex for Delta, and I have like another MasterCard for like Frontier. I had like two round trips on Frontier. <laughs> uh, but it's like $99 a month. Yes to anybody. Uh, so um but yeah, but with that, there's a there's one card that I got not too long ago. It was like a Bank of America card, and this was like the sweetest that I ever seen. It was like spent. It was no interest using it for the first three months. It was like only spent a thousand dollars. I was like, I just put all the bills on there, yeah. And you got two hundred dollars statement back. That's so it was like okay, I paid eight hundred dollars, and just the two hundred dollars left from the statement, I just paid the rest of the bill off. Yeah, and I ain't gonna never use. The I don't understand that. So, so no, that. I mean, so there that, are yeah. whole community. This is a normal thing. Like there are yeah. whole There's people, people who well, like listen, travel hacking. Listen, listen I, I know that y'all. So it's I'm, another hat where listen, they say they say if you spend. This far down, we don't even want to get. I don't even. I don't even talk about this. I want to talk. Y'all jumping into the. I'm sorry. I think somebody asked. No, I want to. I want to go. I was talking about just like somebody who's starting off with the credit cards because you guys like you said you have the fifteen twenty thousand dollar limit that's not what they give you up front well, most right, of the time right. so how do you build up to to that amount with cards and, and, and why and why would you build up to that so yeah the biggest so there's there's five different categories of how your credit score is calculated mm-hmm. so it's like payment history um credit mix mm-hmm. um your length of credit. Yeah, length of credit. I don't know. What's the other one? I like um, credit utilization. Credit utilization. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. like credit utilization. So there's different, but the biggest one is uh, pay, payment history. That's mm-hmm. like the one that carries the most weight. And so let's say if you are fresh, like if you don't have any um, credit at all, you would have to build that up. So having no credit is actually not very advantageous to you. So like, because they're going to say, oh, you're you're risky. We don't know whether or not you would pay this bill back or whatever. But you can do that by getting either a started car, a secured car, where you pay your, let's say it's $300, $500. You give that money up front and then you have like a, a credit card where they're going to report to the bureaus every month to mm-hmm. say, oh, okay, that you pay on time. Or they might just give you like a starter limit of like a couple hundred dollars. And what you do is you want to make sure that your utilization is low. So if I give you a hundred dollars, the only, the highest amount you want to charge on the on the card is going to be 30%. So $30. So you never want to have a $55 balance, a $75 balance on your card that has a limit of a hundred dollars. And that's, that's going to bring it down. It. That's yeah. When, when they, they when it. they report it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause if you pay it off before then, then it's not going to necessarily it hit. Mm-hmm. It's not going to hit. So that's really 
important to like note that. But like that's a way to build your credit. And then another way that for people who have absolutely no credit, and it's one of those things about knowing yourself, knowing your circumstances, is like when I was in college, my dad made me an authorized user on his card. Mm -hmm. And so what that did is like it gave me the history on my report of his credit card history. So mm -hmm. even when I was like 14, no, he was older than me, obviously. And so I had like <laughs> we the, hope. Obviously. <laughs> and so he had like, you know, a five year long history on that credit card, but I was an authorized user. Now, you get exactly what they have. So if you have a parent and they make you an authorized <laughs> user and your mom and them is not paying mama bills and they're not paying their bills on time, yeah, that's going to reflect on you too. So you got to know. I did. You have to know who mm. you're making, who's making you an authorized user. But it is kind of a hack if you are someone who like doesn't have any credit where you can become an authorized user on their car and that will help them out only if you're doing good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's like a little hat. Yeah, that, when I when I moved to Atlanta yeah. in 2010, yeah. I got a secure credit card. That was my first card. Yeah, I put so money on it and I you like can you. add money on it mm -hmm. to add, you can but I, that's why I was just asking how do you cuz with the secure card cuz I feel like this is I want to talk to like the regular people that are calling they're kind of like I mean they're listening to kind of trying to start that that credit journey because a lot of times we're scared of credit cards because like either you have too many or you like i ain't fucking with it so like when you're doing this secure card which i think anyone can get right because you it's Generally, your own they money. are for yeah. people who and don't have credit or bank, have bad credit yeah you could pretty much get them with anybody so how do you go from having a secured card to a non-secured card Think, I don't know how to answer directly, so I just but I, I think done a Kelvin, lot of research on you it. said you did, right? So how mm -hmm. did you do that? If you don't mind me. It's you just said through the secure card mm -hmm. until, you know, you feel like you've done it for long enough. Mm -hmm. Like I said, based on what the criteria they said for your credit score, mm -hmm. right? And then you can eventually apply for, you know, a regular credit card. That's all it is, building your credit score so you can get a better, you know, a better rate on your regular credit card. So, so you, you just ask, you just ask them, hey, um, hey, I've been paying this for six months to a year on time. I want to ask real nobody. Card. You just yes. apply. Mm -hmm. Oh, you just okay. apply. So, no, but that too. So like, okay, you can get a card. Let's say you get a card, start a card. You do real good for six months. You literally can call the credit agency and say, hey, can you increase my credit limit? And they'll run it, run it again, and say, okay, I do this like once a year. Like once a year, I make I call and. I don't even I think I'm at like 1% utilization but I've, every year I increase and why increase my um, credit limit and that's what I what that is doing is like decreasing my utilization ratio mm -hmm. and so like if I have $100,000 credit available to me and I don't use any of it or very little of it then that makes my credit score go up yeah. so it's kind of like builds over time so if you have a secure card like you said pay for six months pay for a year and call call the credit card and be like hey Will you increase my limit? And usually they will. They will. Now you can't yeah. increase your spending to match this limit because that's not going to help you because of the utilization. So you go from $100 and let's say you only spend um, $30 on your card because you want to do 30% or less utilization and they increase your limit to $500. That don't mean go out here and spend you know $400 because you have a higher limit. Like You still want to keep your utilization lower, under mm -hmm. 30%, and that's mm -hmm. going to build your credit history over time because yeah. credit is like built off of history. Like Literally, it's like a record of... Um, the last seven years. So typically, they it's a snapshot. Things past seven years, generally speaking, will fall off. So if you're just you know Except out of time, student loans. Um, no, that's not a part of that. Th yeah. That's not. Yeah, I mean that's a little different because I mean student loans. If you pay them off and they're closed, they'll be on your report, but they're not reporting every month anymore. They're on there, but you can. There's not going to be reporting to the bureaus anymore to it. Um, but yeah, student loans. You can't like bankrupt off student loans or whatever. Mm -hmm. but they're working on it though. That's been severe, severe. They should have included this. No, I'm saying they don't now, but they 
They working on including in bankruptcy. I For some reason, maybe. I would just be pissed. <laughs> I would bring my life down to go to bankruptcy. Wow. To get them shits gone. And then because I especially wild. think about it. You said seven days to get a new job. I, boom, you right back, you right back. <laughs> you live right back. Right back. back. Get it right back. <laughs> oh, Money, I guess it's power, but like in terms of credit though, a bankruptcy will just be on for right. seven that years. That ain't gonna go. Different credit. I mean, I mean, unless you got okay. some things for money. But Don't these rich people the be filing for bankruptcy? With not their to get businesses. Off. That's business. Yeah. Like, again, you gotta rich. know how things know work. For them yet. <laughs> but they gotta know I'm half things. rich, bro. We ain't there yet. I ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you gotta uh, know how stuff works. So, uh, can, y'all, can y'all talk about, um, I want y'all to talk about the amount of debt y'all Actually paid off, you know what I'm saying? Come on now, because it's a testimony right here. Yeah, I wanna, all right, I want to get the testimony. Okay, I'm gonna go first because no, no, no. MJ need to go last. Okay, first of all, come on, t- come on with it. So I mean, so I paid off like mine was small. It was like twenty five thousand. Like it was oh, like right. that's that's small, bro. That is small to me. That's small to me. So I don't know. So so my story was like more so. T- so yeah, tell us the time frame. I think it was eighteen months. That's a lot. Of exactly. That's a lot of How shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it was eighteen months. So it was like I no, graduated. No, talk us through that okay. Shit. All right. We can. So I graduated I college. Know. I got graduated college in twenty fourteen. So I was. That's when I got my MBA. I graduated from then, and that's when I had. Uh, so I had student loans. I didn't have all four years of student loans. I actually had scholarships for most of it, but for some of my grad year, I had to get some student loans, and then I had to buy a car. So I moved to DC. That's where I lived after school, and I had to my cars. I had like a ninety six Honda for my whole from sixteen to like twenty three, and it stopped driving, it stopped moving, and so I had of to. Course. <laughs> I, had to I had to get a new car, <laughs> so stopped. I had to get it stopped. So I had to get a new car, and then I was six months out for my grace period, so I had to. I was paying on my debt, and this is when I first started my job. And my mama was just like, "Oh, you got a job? Great. Get off my health insurance. Get off my phone bill. Get off my like. This is all you." Damn, like, mama. She was like, "You got to go. Like you, mama you got a little check. Me. You got to get up off it." I was paying for my toiletries, my deodorant, lotion, everything since I was fourteen. So you know she was done with paying my healthcare. She's like, you got to get the fuck. So I was like, I had to pay. I was at one time, I had to pay all these bills at once. And it was really stressful because I had like rent, car note, um, student loan bills. In D.C.? In D.C. I had to do all these things. But when I talk about kind of being intentional and thinking about being purposeful about like what you want and what's really, really important to you. So during this time period, again, so I had this mentality, like I was really cheap. Like I was just all this running through my veins for my daddy. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm paying this money every month. And it feels different when you paying for like a student loan or a car. Cause like, I'm not getting nothing. Like I'm paying this. What did I get? Mm. Don't see nothing. Like this is bothering me that I have this bill that I'm just like, this is not a thing for me. And so I was like, I hate that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to have debt. So I was very intentional when I moved out, even though I lived in DC, um, I, Still wanted to travel internationally. I did not stop on that. But I had to get really, you know, meticulous about where I was spending my money. So I had three roommates when I was in D.C. I had like a, a townhouse. I had three roommates. And you was um, back in college. I mean, I was just fresh out of college. So like I said, I had that. She went right I back. I had that. I had it. I commuted over an hour to work each way to go to work or whatever because I was like, I didn't want to live in the city of D.C. because the rent was too high for that. Again, like I said, I wasn't doing like all my friends was going out and going to brunches and getting their nails done and buying all this other stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to be intentional about not spending money on that. I was paying more money on my debt than I was for my rent and my bills. Well, how much you put on debt? We need so I was, like, I was like 850 a month. 
I was paying on my debt because I was like, I want this to go. Like, I wanted to leave. My rent when I lived in D.C. was $588 because, again, I split it four ways. And my rent was the highest because I had a mass. I had a bathroom because I didn't want to share a bathroom with nobody else. So I had my own bathroom and I had, you know, that. And then I would get my Metro pass. So I would uh, Metro into work each day or whatever else. And so D.C. is a high cost of living. But I live like on the outskirts in Maryland. So, again, like you I was staying back- in a whole you stayed in Virginia. No, I stayed in Maryland. I stayed in Largo. <laughs> Largo, Maryland. It's another state. It's another state. Yeah, I did that. M. M. Yeah, and I did that for 18 months. And so I had a lot of friends who graduated. was like, ooh, girl, I don't want to have a roommate. Or you live real far out. I don't want to do that, whatever else. But I did it for 18 months. And now, once my debt was paid off, that 850 that I was paying for, you know, my debt, whatever else, now I can invest it. Now I can save it. Now I can do whatever. And that was 18 months out of the grand scheme of my life. I made a sacrifice for that short amount of time. And now I'm debt free. And I can, you know, have more financial freedom but when I talk about you know your mindset and knowing your non-negotiables so for some people maybe that's not feasible maybe for some people it's like you know what it's a hard no for me to have roommates or whatever I don't want to have a commute over 20 minutes it's not what I'm willing to do that's cool you know what I'm saying granted we look at how much you have coming in going out let's say how much debt you want to pay if we do that and you say that you don't want to change anything and you still like aren't where you want to be you're telling me that you're okay with it like, that's not that high of a priority for you. Wherever else your money is going is a higher priority. Like, that's just what it is, like, mindset mentality. So that's, like, I understood that early on, like, how I wanted to be intentional about where I was spending my money and sacrifice or have, you know, be more flexible about my non-negotiables at early on to get debt-free. And now, like, I'm not in a situation where I have to have all these roommates. I mean, I live with my sister, but it's like I don't have to do these things anymore. I could very well live by myself or whatever if I wanted to. And, you know, going on for the rest of my life, I don't have to. I did it for 18 months. And now I'm debt-free. So, like, it was a sacrifice that I made, got a little bit uncomfortable, made it happen, whereas someone who maybe didn't want to do these things might be paying on their debt for the next seven, eight years. I'm like, well, that's cool for you, but I don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> it's like, I was just intentional. Man. Bye, bye, bye. So, basically, when we moved up here, we all should have just been roommates again. You could have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Atlanta. Atlanta was cheap. Money. Especially back in the day. When y'all graduated. We were hanging out all the fucking time. We kind of anyway. was roommates. Nigga was sleeping in my house anyway. Y'all could have just saved but some see, money. But see, he didn't want to come to Gwinnett yet. And I was Man, like, I ain't no. going to Okay, you're in Gwinnett. I ain't had no money. No, no. I he was, he was on the south side. I was spending a little bit more than you and living in D.C. Man, that's crazy. He was standing on the south side. I, I yeah, I was in Jonesboro, five fifty a month. Yeah. Shit, let go. I had a good apartment. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, <laughs> fuck you. It's your Where y'all move from? I missed the story. Man, that nigga had some bullshit. Where'd y'all come from? Where'd y'all move from? Well, I'm from South Georgia, so shit. Was, well, yeah, but well, no, nah, we all came from Fort Valley. Yeah, in college. Fort Valley. Fort Valley. You know in Fort Valley? I, yeah. I, I know where it is. I don't really know about it. In middle man. Georgia, man. Uh, middle Georgia, right? Not there. too far from Megan. No, but your your story, like I said, that's that's one of them unrealistic things that like people no, look at. It is no, not no, no. Let me not finish. I'm saying okay. like not popular, maybe. It's not. I guess that was the wrong term. Unpopular, yeah. I guess. Is. Mm. That's a mm. that's a that's mm. like. But you also, like I said, you didn't what have else? any major responsibilities. You just have to worry about yourself, right? I was, yeah, I didn't have a family. Like I said, I was in that situation. And so, I, again, I know everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying is that. The sacrifice. It's sacrifice. You, that something, definitely something is. A, and you go. good. And something has to go. Because a lot of people are doing what you did, but they're doing it like at 35, 40. Okay. And yeah. that's cool. But like a, lot, yeah. a lot of us come out with without, it's just us. Yeah. I mean, we ain't got no. That's a lot of us don't have those You could have. A lot of people could have did it, but most people when they got out of school, I know. 
I, I know with me when I got out of college, it was still turn up. Like it was you're wasting yeah. a lot of money going no, out. Like I still was going. You know what I'm saying? Like I still would go out. I wasn't just in the house just home watching you TV doing, doing nothing. Shit. You wasn't no, doing. You wasn't doing. I was still going yeah. out. I just wasn't going out free drinks. That, that part too, though. You know, whatever. Like but I'm saying I wasn't going out <laughs> spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like I was that still was being us. intentional about where I would spend. Like, like I said, maybe I get a bottle, or you know, okay, I might buy one drink. A bottle in the club. No, absolutely not. Yes, never, that's never, what I'm talking about. We was, I've never bought a bottom in the club in my life. We know, young lady. <laughs> that's fine. I ain't that. Man. No, but that's 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 a good uh, like uh, that that's good, and that's something that she'll definitely instill in your kids as well, which I think is good because um, I know when I when I look back, I, like even now, like when I'm saving, I'm thinking like for my family, like I'm like, hey, I, I want to make sure I got bread and make sure that they know, hey. You got to save this, too, because a lot of times, like I said, with our parents, they were telling us, hey, save this. You got to do this. But they wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you really do it and it's like, hey, this is what I did. This is how your credit score could look. This is what you can have in the bank. Like, so it's 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 inspirational. Yeah, because like I said, I definitely even with and we all have the opportunity to do that because think at all the I think we were talking about that one time before, like the bullshit that we did with the refund checks, bro. They were just giving us two and three thousand dollars a month, and we were at smaller schools. They did that Alabama too. Some man. of y'all let them big. Some people that went to like bigger schools that was getting like ten thousand dollar refund Honey. checks. Hampton, sometimes that Hampton. shit. Hampton. Hampton, and it's like you could have did so much but with that. If you you would have saved a but, portion but you know of it, bro. Crazy that just save a hundred of that. But I'm saying we got we got uh, we got three HBCUs in here, right? That's right. Four. Yes. Hampton's HBCU. Oh, yeah. okay. Y'all went to the same one. Damn, 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 what I'm it's saying is, education chill right out, bro. Fuck you. Yeah. What I'm saying is, we got three different schools, different divisions, all that, but same experience with motherfuckers willing to just give you, hey, take this money. Y'all, the problem is, I, for me, like, that money was pretty much 80% legit. Like, actually, most of my college was paid for, believe it or not. So how do I accumulate ninety seven thousand? Yeah. Oh, wait. So first of all, no, we, it's his testimony we, let's time. Go back in, let's get uh, into the testimony. Let's go. Testimony. Y'all ain't asked him how much money he paid off. Y'all ain't asked him. Come on, let's go. I, and yet. we want we, we saving it. We're ready. You say the, <laughs> for you the save story. It. Come on We're now. We're ready for the story. Come on. Uh, approximately ninety-seven thousand. Woo! Yeah. So, Damn. Yeah. Ninety-seven thousand. Y'all hear it? Talking about twenty-five. Approximately ninety-seven thousand. Ninety-seven thousand dollars. Um, that's crazy. It was um, in debt, paid off. Crazy, you know. How long did it take you, friend? Five and a half years. Five and a half years. Woo! So, like, <laughs> it's really crazy because um, you talked about, and I like Jen put it because you helped me teach people too. So, thank you. Helped me learn how I was what I was doing. But um, like emotions, a lot of the spending that I was doing mm. was so emotion based. Right. It was so was, I was going through so many personal struggles in my life. So I even think about college. Like I, I remember specifically. 
specifically this lady when I left because you have to do the um the exit, you the exit, the exit shit. thing. Yep. She went like this to me. Dang. She said, You're blessed. You're only leaving with three thousand, it was like three thousand three hundred dollars or something like that. A Wait, this when you left undergrad. Undergrad, Alabama State. Yeah, so this is ninety seven. So this was not so, student so loans. So this is student loans, three thousand. And then I had like maybe though like eight thousand in credit cards already. Okay. So I was starting with credit cards since freshman year. So that's about eleven, twelve thousand. Okay. So the other about eighty thousand plus <laughs> what, what? was starting. What eighty thousand. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear him. No, no, he said, no. These I, are not student loans now. I thought okay. it was straight for out, out of the eighty, out of the eighty, like another credit card. So another twenty five came from <laughs> master's program, and then the rest was like credit card Come and then a car, like about twelve thousand on the car. But the other like on a, fifty on a card. On a car loan, my so, I got, so got the my cars car. came. The cars came back again <laughs> in your life. Yep, yep. So I from undergrad I left with about eight thousand credit card, three thousand stew loan. Went to Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh I end up getting now mind you, listen to this. Mm-hmm. I had a fellowship, so it was paid for, but I was told to get the stew loans. Well, I needed stew loans to live. So I got stew loans to live in my apartment. For that to be year comfortable or something? Well, because what the fellowship really just paid was a private school. I wish it was okay. the public one. It was the private one, so the tuition was a little more because um, it was the Woodrow Wilson Indiana Teaching Fellowship. Okay. And um, the so I got about, I took about $25,000 out for a year and a half to to live in my apartment to pay for all my expenses. Okay. Because it was intense. We finished a whole two year program in a year. Right. Mm, yeah, we did. We did two years in a year. It was very intense. Right. So that's how I accumulated more student loans. And then the right. rest was just swiping. I went to both inaugurations. I went to, it was just, I didn't know how to sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I, I kept going back to everything. I just everything. Swipe. Like, I mean, everything. Family, um, everything just got put on my track. So I would use right. cards, cards. I would get the expensive camera equipment. Yeah. Um, yeah. because Ooh. I started doing this thing called MJ's Monday Motivation. What you said and then, um, yeah. I started to like try to take care really of my family. Mm. Um, try to help out with my little brother. He was going through a lot of um turmoil and tragedies and stuff like that. You're so taking other responsibilities. Other resp- with your too debt. much that I can hold. People do that though. Right? And people do that. Right, right. Sure. So and so along with that, I was going through my personal um journeys with a lot of self esteem issues, right. a lot of identity issues, and those emotions carry mm. me to Macy's. Or riches, riches, riches. What's it called? Yeah. Full, uh, come back full, full circle. Dad <laughs> yeah. uh, was down the street, and I remember like shopping to feel good. I remember that, like, and so all of that combined over like four years. Um, even when I I stayed there three years. I moved to Atlanta, July two thousand thirteen. So. I moved to Atlanta. I didn't work like the first three months living on a credit card. Credit card. And then, um, again, trying to force a brand, like trying uh, to be out in front. Like, right, right, and right. that was a part of my that personality. Costs. Like, trying to be out in front, right. trying to appear successful, right, right, trying right. to appear a certain way. Right. And um, that cost a lot of money. Dang. And so um, that cost Sheesh. over like $70,000 over Sheesh. time. And so I um it wasn't I was at a conference called the Merge Summit 
um, in LA and I remember this lady saying something before my whole ordeal with the car mm-hmm. um, on the side of the road it was like you know before everyone jump out to these brands you need to ask yourself like you know where are you at with your personal life right, and stuff right, right. and that really hit me I thought about it at least <laughs> I didn't pursue what she was talking about right, but right. I at least thought about it so it then, when that going. yeah so when that happened with my car that's when I had like the I need to get this together yeah so from there the first thing was acknowledging my debt and I really did sit down and I talked to my partner and I was like, yo, I need to change this. I need to figure out, like, why am I spending like this? Like, what am I doing myself? I need to right. cut everything off. So I just stopped everything that I was doing. Um, and I was like, I need more jobs. So I was working at a school. <laughs> <laughs> I was I working. Need cake. <laughs> um, that was his solution. I needed more money. I was working nine to five at MLK and um at Freddie Cab County Schools. They had just started that. And we're gonna talk about that. Okay. Talk about how you got go. fucked. And so um, I, I was working at MLK then, and that was my first school that I started teaching at. And that was my third year teaching because I did two years in Indianapolis. Right. So it was my third year teaching here um, when I started here. And I um, ended up getting like three other jobs literally within six weeks. I mm. had two tutoring jobs, and then I worked at a club, Sweet Lounge. The now hey. Lounge, yeah. Right. It's crazy it seeing lounge, it. Man. Yeah, well, it's crazy because now I was one of the first, maybe, well, within the first six months, of when Sweet Lounge it renamed it and yeah, opened and Lake. so to see it now is like crazy but I, I was there the fuck for fuck was it before Lucky Lounge it's on Lucky Street oh yeah. I remember when we first came in Atlanta it was called Lucky, Lucky. and I, like, I had never old went. people I, I had never been there before no, no I used to be lit on Sundays I think no, I thought no. it was for old people didn't nah I used to be lit on nice Sundays lit. but they would cost so we didn't go so I was there and um so I worked every weekend for 15 months straight Except one. Damn. Um, during 2014 up to like the summer end of, beginning of 2014 up to the end of like summer 2015, mm. I worked at that club. Um, I, My schedule was like this, y'all. Monday through Friday, I worked my nine to five at the school. I would literally leave. Like the kids did not see me. I kind of did them wrong in a way. They did not see me after school. Like I was gone. I went to my tutoring job way on the west side. So I would drive from I-20 um, east up to um, I-20 west. What's that? Homes. I forget. Somewhere. H-M something. Home. HM home. Mm-hmm. I would get off on there and it was like a um, charter school. I have a tutor at over there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And sometimes I would leave that charter school about 630 and I would mm. go to suite. Right. And I would do jazz night from like 7 to 10. Okay. Uh, so I work. I wouldn't get home to like I work all day. And then on Friday, Sweet Fridays wasn't popping yet, but I would go into Fridays like between like eight and twelve. It wasn't right. popping yet. Yeah. Saturday was the day, the dinner and show, the mm. Quinn and the jukebox. What's up, Quinn? My favorite band here. And um, I would go to Sweet from seven p.m. No, Saturday morning. I would tutor. Um, for this company called Visions Tutoring, you feel and everything. I tutored like at South Atlanta High School <laughs> from like nine a.m. to twelve, right. and then I would take a nap, and then I wake up about six and go to sleep from seven to like four in the morning, mm. and I would work as a busser. So I wasn't even a server; I was just getting tips, yeah. and we got like an hourly wage or whatever. Um, but that was my fun job. I went in there like Happy Saturday. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody was looking at me like. Like nigga, what? Like, yeah. like, but I was just so excited because I I love to party. Uh, I used to DJ, so you right. know that's my element. So I had a good time there, 
And um, I did that for 15 months straight, man. And that was a big sacrifice within a year. I paid off like twenty thousand yeah. dollars within that first year. Damn. Just to eliminate. Um, and then from there, like so, like so, like. From there, though, I, I continued to tutoring. I finally dropped Sweet um, on that Saturday. Um, I did that for about two years with the tutoring. My third year, I got a little uh, relaxed, and I feel like I even accumulated a little debt during the year a little mm. bit. I didn't eliminate the 20. I eliminated probably about a good 13 okay. um, because I got too relaxed because I thought I was going to get um, teacher loan forgiveness. Oh, yes, okay. So, yeah, so as a teacher, if you teach special ed, biology yeah any science special ed or math secondary so that's seventh through 12th grade mm. the a federal government will yeah this program called teacher loan forgiveness this not even public service loan forgiveness it's teacher loan forgiveness whole different okay they two different things they're like cousins but they two different things right like the teacher loan forgiveness program will eliminate seventeen thousand five hundred. okay hence that's the reason or that's why i was talked into in indianapolis of getting this anyways okay the loans that i got so I'm like, yeah, my fifth year is approaching with about a year from now. Like they're going to eliminate seventeen five. So I remember eliminating my debt down to about twenty thousand. My student loan debt. I was like, yeah, they're going to eliminate. That's this. from you personally. Yep. Because right. it was only you remember at about twenty five then. Mm. Um. So I was like excited about it, and I didn't get it because they said sure. since I started working Scam. October. 25th of 2013 so I didn't work them first couple months I moved here instead of the beginning of the school year which was um, August like 10th right, the school right. year start here so those eight weeks that um, disqualified me from teacher loan forgiveness <laughs> because face. consecutively like, because it wasn't mm. consecutive it broke the five year consecutive mark. eight week Oh shit! Bro. Hell no! It was Imagine like, doing that on seventeen five. Oh shit! Like you see, I was. I be finding me a lawyer. I be finding me a lawyer right then. I was then. just like, you and you know what? As I think about, it, I feel like teaching, I should have. That's some yeah, fuck shit. I would have got me a lawyer. And so it was like <laughs> the next call would have been a lawyer. Bro, shit. for like six Who months, I I went at it with them and still didn't get it. Then I it was a guy who was running with. I ran with the movers and patients. It was a guy who was running. He was a lawyer. He's like, no, you need to fight that. This, you Hell call yeah. it. Like, I didn't think deeply, though. Like, I still even feel like if I went more and more, I could have got it. Who wants this money? So we about I was to see. like, So I was like, I went back, and I then talked to a few other people, and they were like, this on the phone. Yeah, because I started doing research. I said, well, if you teach in Georgia, if you teach 63% of the year, it's considered a year. Yeah. So I was like showing that data based off um, the Department of Education. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's considered a year. I'm like, okay, so I can get it. So it went to the second round. Now, this is a year later, though. I went back, like yeah, you yeah. said. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it. Like, ain't got to pay it off. La, 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 la. I didn't get it. This The second last office named Compliance said, no, we make the final decision and that voided that eight week void. This, this, this. So it this was still just you fighting it. Me fighting it. And ain't no, um, ain't no external. And I didn't, fighting. I didn't get an external person. Bro, you need that lawyer, boy. <laughs> lawyer. Thank you. You got now. a little more. He's Thank like, that's now. not helpful now. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, yeah. I, you might <laughs> so still be able to go get that. At the time. Yeah, bad pay. Like, I was like, like only like roughly like. 
then like about twenty thousand still in car and like Man. credit combined. And um so I had all of that still. So it was of course that was a hard pill to swallow. That yeah, was like yeah. devastating as fuck. That could have paid you down, you would have had um, three thousand left. Bro, like it was ridiculous. So <laughs> Thanks, Kelvin. I took um I just caught it in an L and I was like, I'm just gonna pay it off. And so again, I, this about near between like my third and fourth year of eliminating debt. And at that time though, I started talking about my journey my on debt. social media. Oh, yeah, okay. And so again, I got back into this like this idea of like I'm doing something. Like it's mm-hmm. it's something like I it's more self esteem thing. Yeah, motivation. Yeah. yeah. And so like um but then like I ended up getting like a speaking gig. And I was like, oh they pay me. Wow. Uh, Whatever. Like and so I was like trying to kind of pursue that before I was even done. But at the time yeah. I was already out like at a debt Mm -hmm. I paid off. So the story was already inspirational to people. And I was like, well, I ain't doing it. I was like, I'm not done. But I still was like, okay, let me see what this is. And people started pulling me to the side. I got an idea for my frat brother to create Young and Debt Free or whatever. He's in the other side of finance. He's like about a millionaire. But you know what I'm saying? Like at like 37. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like he was like, no, bro, you need to do this, 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 whatever this is. And so... But that then, though, I started sliding back with a little spending. I wasn't as intentional. And then I started meeting a lot of people here. So I started backsliding a little mm. bit on. <laughs> you said uh, yeah, I started backsliding on kicking it. Too many folk. <laughs> I started kicking it. Like, yeah. kicking, it was more kicking, kicking in the club. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so it wasn't then to after my 30th birthday, mm-hmm. um, which was last summer, where I was like, okay, I'm still 30000 here. Like, something's got to change. Yeah. Like, and um, after my 30th birthday, I was so exhausted. Um, my partner and I, we just moved into an apartment in Midtown. And I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired of people. I'm like, because I have a lot of different social circles. <laughs> That's fair. So, like, That's I, was fair. Like, yeah, I was like, Get the fuck I need to back out. away. And I was running one day, and I saw this guy on his truck throwing bird scooters in the truck. Mm. And I was like, yo, what is he doing? Like, and so... I don't know what dawned on me to go look it up. So I went to look it up and I was on YouTube and I saw people making like $2,500 a month charging scooters. Most of them were in South, uh, Southern, Southern California though. Mm. So, okay, cool. They started in Southern California. It's a Southern California thing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, cool. And so I signed up for both bird and Lime at the time. This is like November 1st, my scooter versaries approaching. And so like That's last year. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. so my, so then like, I was like, okay, um, about November, about a week later, Lime hit me back up, November 8th to be exact. And they was like, yo, like, you're a charger or whatever. Well, no, they hit me probably earlier because, yeah, earlier like than that because they sent the chargers November 8th and I was ready. Right. And so I had my car ready. I took my, I have a Chrysler Sebring assistant four-door car. And I put my seats down and I was watching people and I go running. Like, uh, um, I was like, oh, like people doing it in the cars too. And so, um, <laughs> you I, know what these are, right? Them little, the little things you see downtown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like I was, um, and because I live right there where they like outside my door, it's I was like, oh, cool. Street, right? Like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, cool. 
So I tried it, and at first that made like $55. I picked up like 11 limes or whatever mm. and fucked up my finger for a little bit. But it was really cool or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. And at the time, I remember doing it, I was just trying to <laughs> car maintenance. So I'm having with my card in. And so I was like, let me pay this off. But the goal was just to pay out my monthly expenses at the time. Mm. And then... um. Bird finally hit me back three weeks later, December. Oh, okay, 4th. you was just online. Yeah, yeah, like like they hit me back exactly December before. I remember it's Founders Day, and I was I was some frat brothers, and I was like, Ah, Bird, approve me. Right, and you can use the same charges for Bird. Oh, and damn. I remember watching Bird people because the line will open up at nine o'clock, and you know at nine o'clock you will kind of see people running. It's like it was a game, and so but at Bird people they was cool as hell. They was like, Yeah. <laughs> they was like, oh, it's nine o'clock. They get next to like fifteen birds, and they go, like you know, versus lime. So wait, you wait, wait. To, what are they doing? I don't understand what you're saying. Poop, at poop, the poop. time, bird will open up literally ninety percent of their fleet. Mind you, at the time, it's probably like eight hundred bird scooters. Mm. This is December two thousand eighteen in Atlanta. Right. So they will open up like. 675 of these babies like they would just open oh at up. the same time yes yep. and they didn't even have to be charged like they was like fully charged it was like a 96 percent. i don't know what method they were using with their money <laughs> but they were just like people <laughs> no was plan. literally like it started becoming like a gang thing now people were like no this is my territory this is my corner this is my oh, corner wow. and people were scanning but you would scan like 20 birds you make a hundred dollars in five minutes like literally wow. so when I got with Bird, you know, then I threw Lime to the side because Lime, of course, had it where it's more logical. They only opened up the limes <laughs> that were fifty mm. percent or below right. <laughs> that needed to be charged. Bird, they ain't give a fuck. Now yeah, right. you okay. was just like, <laughs> so you, you didn't even have to put them on charge. You could just right. keep them in your garage yeah, or whatever. They and already just bring charged. Them back out. Damn. So I started with Bird. I got with Bird, and then I, I just really. Became very intentional. Yes, and every day. became every like day. very um, <laughs> every crazy. Day. So how much I, you was making with this? With oh, this bird? how much average. have you made with your bird scooter uh, size? Uh, well, it's Jay. been now um, almost ten months to date, actually. Okay, and not I'm, even a I'm year. I'm about at uh, twenty seven thousand dollars. But you stay in Midtown, so you're right by. I'm right there, so I took advantage of opportunity. Yeah, I sacrificed charging a scooter, and and that's what hard work. Now it's it is. Now this is not subtracting away from maybe power and gas and stuff, but even subtracting away from that, even when you throw maybe taxes because it is 1099. I've Probably mm. twenty one thousand. It's still a lot. It's still, yeah, it's still and so, a lot. Um, I'll probably bank out at about thirty thousand come mm. my school anniversary, November eighth. And so, um, that's what I'm really trying to shoot for. And uh, <laughs> um, but now that that sacrifice, we talked about sacrificing a lot. Yeah. This entire journey you is are, sacrifice. The theme of this is that you a hustler. You the king of the hustler. Like, and so you've been here that since you were a king. You remember, I hustled since high school. Yeah, like, high three jobs, three jobs. Three calls. I was working as a um, <laughs> three jobs. So like hustling for that, and 
finishing off everything. Yeah. And then now I'm in this predicament where I'm just saving for taxes because I know mm. I'm going to get hit with a, t- a, a tax, yeah, a big tax bill. Being ready for that. Yeah, so being ready for that. And then the next step, my mindset, as I develop my mindset, though, I, I know that I still have some books to read. I, I, I never read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Like, I just it's ordered okay. it. It's okay. Like, no, okay. this is perfectly fine. Okay, okay. But you, you think the books, I, like, I've been told. No, I mean, this is great. I just want to see what you think about it. I think anyway. it's great. So then, um, <laughs> I, I'm, these guys. I'm developing, like, uh, a mindset. My whole goal, as I talked about a little earlier, is right. to not touch my um, nine, nine, nine yeah. to five. Yeah. And we just got a raise um, with Another one? Governor Kemp. Well, we had like I got like a thirteen thousand dollar raise in like a year. It was really weird. Good. I, and I'm a teacher, so that's really good. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it was. Oh, you still teaching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, yeah. Go back and fight. Uh, you can still go back and fight that shit. Uh, can't you? Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm I saying. Nah, no, they can give you that shit back. Bro, I was get, thinking that, bro. He can still hey. get that. I was man. thinking that for a little bit. Yes, you can. I, I wonder if they like. Man, yes, Go ahead, find you a lawyer. My friend, actually, my friend is a lawyer. It wouldn't cause you get that back. Charge you up a couple scooters for a month. You might have to that lawyer. Yeah, you might have to vote for Trump. Too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking that though, and I would definitely fight that shit, bro. Okay, yeah, thank yeah. God. I thank feel God. like you can. I was yeah. thinking that definitely. Yeah, because yeah. okay. you never had that hey, professional if you get back child support. Mm. I know you can get back student loan. Hell yeah, somebody tell me. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he been doing it consecutively, man. Yes. He's still a teacher now. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. and so we got like a big raise. So I and so now I'm like, oh, okay, let me try to save up. You talked about like saving. My whole ideal is not to touch my. Like I said, I want to just try to save. Like the goal is like four to five thousand a month. Like if I can get to that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, no, four thousand. Like my checks after like everything come out, I feel like I should be able to save four thousand a month. Right. But the whole purpose of that um, is to invest, as she says. Not just going to keep this money just sitting there. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's That's to invest. Way. So right now, my monthly expenses are taken up. That my monthly expenses, I add them up today. They're now about eight hundred fifty dollars. There, I pay my car insurance. I have a two thousand eight car. I only pay um um liability. Liability is fifty five dollars. Mm. I pay my mom car insurance. It's a hundred, and then I pay like my um haircut, power. We sh- we stream cable. It's really cheap. Mm. And it's about eight hundred fifty dollars with gas and grocery. So then I was like, but my rent. I rent my half is a thousand bucks. All mm-hmm. right. I live in Midtown arena is crazy and I don't want to live anywhere else. Yeah. And so now the goal right is here. how to get that thousand dollars gone. And my idea, as we talked about earlier is to get Ram. a rental property. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I hope to get by the spring. And so I don't have to touch that. Um, then I won't have to touch my other money not yeah. to invest and things like that. Yeah. You need to so, the but the whole purpose, like, uh, hustling, yeah. side, no, uh, side hustling, um, and just being intentional. Like I tell people, like I still have fun. Trust me through these five and a half yeah, years. I for- you got <laughs> see, man. Hey, man. Now, I don't believe we have fun. Yeah, yeah, I don't still, know Jen. We ain't never seen you in the club, bro. We got to see you in the club. I haven't really been out here. We ain't, in Atlanta. Seen, we ain't seen him oh, in the club. Uh, I, we, you know we we what? Legendary. I don't know. Niggas is wild. I haven't been out here in Atlanta much, but in terms of like, I still. Now, the first few you, years, no, no, the first few years, the, I, I 
cut out a lot. Like, mm. remember that I told you that third, fourth year, I did get relaxed. But yeah, the yeah. first few years, oh, I didn't just, go on my line trip. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I didn't go back to homecoming. I missed my first Christmas at home. And like, um, I was using the cash method to go out. Oh, um, if I did go out, like, it was like I was really sacrificed. It was very tough. It was very hard. Okay. But it developed new habits for right. me. Now, um, now where I am... Um, is still sacrificing, but just making it like my friend circle important, important stuff. Like tomorrow, yeah. I go to an important event. Uh, and that's why I'm traveling for that. Like right. making the important things and then bouncing away. But yeah. I'm still um, maintaining the sacrifice, even along, but still having fun. Right. But just budgeting for it. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like I just I it's know smart. it's coming yeah, up. Smart I know about I'm going to it, so yeah. I'm gonna do that. So that's where I'm at. That's my story. Hey, and that's, that's where a, I'm that's at. That's a hell of a testimony yeah, right there, that's man. Where I'm at. That's a hell of a testimony, man. Grinding. All right, man. So um let's wrap up, man. Uh basically, man. I know you don't learn some shit. Yeah. Are you about to freestyle with this shit? Come on, what's up? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it up. Hey, hey, hey. What? No. <laughs> Jen, that's your hey. shit. That hit the little Virginia jump for nervous. you. <laughs> that is some basic. Some, some VA shit. What's uh, up, what's up uh, basic? Uh, I, I just think the Chris Brown, uh, you know, he did the grinding beat. He he did uh, on his new uh, on that indie. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, I just listened to it yesterday. It's kind of dope, bro. I didn't check that out. That's the one that's like 40 tracks. That's probably right. Too many tracks, bro. Bro, Tell me so, is that like track Cyrus. I go I listen. Number fifteen. I got it on my phone. <laughs> we don't. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't care. We don't. Care. Well, fuck y'all. No, nah, but that beat was hard. Was he like, actually like did it pretty well. I was like, okay. I'm gonna play it, but because I was disappointed it. in a couple of like um like on the DJ Khaled album, he tried to do the Outcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was bad. That's yeah, a different really album. Bad. I know, but it was for the like, trash. You're gonna be disappointed. About eighty percent of. What's up, Basin man? Wrap us up. What's up? No, but um, this is a good conversation. This is like a conversation I feel like we need to have more as as a as a people. Cause I feel like I, I see people around me all the time that are like other groups and nationalities that are like coming together and saving, and they talk about money all the time. And I think in our community, it's so everybody kind of it's like. We don't like to talk about it. It's like, oh, bills. Oh, it's scared to say how much they make yeah. and shit. Bill collectors, it's like, oh, man, I don't want to talk about it or, you know, avoid them and things of that nature. But you, you have to avoid these situations because it's it's stuff that's, um, what's the word I'm thinking about? Where you pass stuff down from generation. Like, it's like generational inherit curses. Mm. Yeah, like kind of inherit those, those bad money traits. Like, you're either scared of money or you don't know how to manage it. And, mm. A lot of us are making more money, and I tell people all the time: it, if you can't manage thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, you're not gonna be able to manage two, three hundred thousand dollars a year because it's the same thing. Bro, break it down lower, nigga. You can't manage four hundred dollars. True. The fuck you talking about? True. <laughs> four hundred thousand. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying as far as like if that's what you get paid yearly. You oh, know? okay. I thought you said nigga, this. It, it, this nap been attacking Dang. anybody else? I know. I did a, something earlier. It's a little it's one net. It's a yeah. little net, and he like fuck y'all. I'm hopping like, on. I don't agree with this shit. Yeah. It's the fifth guest. <laughs> 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 no, but th- these are good conversations to have. And however you know your financial journey is, I just feel like you definitely need to start it and and talk with people who are knowledgeable. Like me, I'm pretty new to it. I think me and Kelvin both are, and we're transitioning into different parts of life where, you know, making more money and stuff. And it's good for us to have conversations with people like you guys who know what to do with the money. Cause a lot of us don't have, you know, 
friends that, you know, are real good with finance and stuff like that. So we need to make sure that, and the people that are out there listening, you know, make mm-hmm. sure, you know, y'all shout out y'all socials again so people can hit y'all up. Jen, you love talking money and MJ, uh, you know, right. with your, your hustle. I'm sure it's people. I just love telling a story. Yeah. Yeah, his hustle is crazy. Yeah, 97. And it's people it's, it's people that are hustling just like you, but maybe not, like they're hustling, but not really, maybe not doing, putting their money in the right place to really make it work. Because I know a lot of people with three jobs that still broke. <laughs> and it's like, they don't know where to put yeah, it. Yeah, because they're not doing it, or they, you know, they, you know, they're not really sure to do what they money. So however you save, it's, like Jen said, it's, it's definitely a process that you have to start. And it is a sacrifice. Ain't none of this shit easy, just like it is with health. And you just got to start it. And start with day, you know, people get paid and either this week or next, like, Put something aside from your check and be like, I'm not gonna fuck with this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Put yeah. something aside from your check and say, put, put this aside and don't this. fuck with it. it is. Yeah, and I was good. I mean, I just ended on just like um, MJ again, Young and Death Free ATL, and um, I that's spelled traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and spell out and death free ATL and I just love to tell my story and I, I put it in a form I'm a teacher I just put it in the form of a, a curriculum that um, it's all just based on what I know I don't talk about what I what I don't know I just talk about what I know what I experience and maybe it can help you um, I do challenge you to become debt free to be intentional about your money to just jump on the journey and gain inspiration like um, a lot of people ask me how did I stay motivated um, I read a book called well, Think and Grow Rich of course mm-hmm. and then I read a book called The Happiness Advantage mm-hmm. that's why I go around saying happy freaking Tuesday and happy yeah, yeah. freaking Wednesday everyone uh, and that helped my mindset and it helped learn me and through this process I learned a lot about myself and I've never been at this most peace and this mo- most happiness mm, wow. in my life Come on. and so yeah, that's like Let the, 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 said the happy bottom Tuesday line in the and the, uh, hey, <laughs> I did say that yeah, and it's, so that's been like really the best part I got on the journey is really my peace and my happiness and so I ran a marathon through this journey like I did a lot of uh, great things that um that i feel like the death free journey really catapulted me to and now like i said i'm going to be able to finally um invest in something and yeah. not touch my paycheck exactly. and one and now i've reached out to a few people who are millionaires and i mm. said like and i and i was blatantly like what do i do yeah like, what's next uh, they was telling me it was wise to save for taxes they knew i'm gonna get hit and then they said after that, just stack. Yeah. Everyone kept saying, like, every one of them, and they don't even all know each other. Yeah. They was like, stack. It's a um, method Why do they that think shit, that man. the market will slow down eventually in the next year and a half oh, or yeah, two? Oh, yeah, the recession. Uh, but then mm-hmm. they were also just like, the biggest thing I got of it, and I'm going to say this, and I believe, is prepare for opportunity. Right. And one of them I know is getting into the weed business in Illinois. Illinois just passed mm-hmm. recreational marijuana. And uh, he was like, yo. I don't get approved this time. Trust me. I'm getting approved by next year. So he was like, just prepare. If I call you and, you know, I call whoever and I need 10, I need 10 stacks. I need, you know, because he was saying like they need $400,000 like liquid. I'm trying to have it ready for Just to jump in. So imagine who got that liquid. And he was saying because it's federally (laughs) like, illegal still like it's not legal federally mm-hmm. so you need so much cash yeah. but anyways 
prepare for opportunity and that's all like that's like my 20 everybody got that 2020 look like thing they going <laughs> mine is like prepare for opportunity right. so that's what's up so thank y'all for having me and uh i no, appreciate you mj yes boom okay me so i'm jennifer again at adlt underscore 101 no i was just saying i think it's a really good conversation too i said my my um so MJ is, you know, hustle. I feel like I'm just really good about being intentional about money. And I know that it's it's like it's a journey. So if you are someone who is maybe haven't learned this or haven't taken the time to like figure it out, or maybe you don't have the best relationship with money, it just challenge yourself to like start small and just do be gradual and kind of rebuild your habit and your money mindset and do something that works for you. Cause I don't even like for me, I I constantly compare the health journey to the finance journey. And I feel like, you know, for me, going to the gym has been, you know, up and down, ebbs and flow type situation. But I know the things that motivate me to do this, even when I don't want to, like having the gym be closer or having a fun class or just like maybe for you when it's talking about money, it's, you know, having separate accounts. Maybe it's, you know, using the cast method or doing zero-based budgeting or finding something that really works for you. Because I think in the long run, it's really important. Like I always think about like older, older me, like how I want older me to feel, how I want her to live and the things I I want for her and so I'm always like thinking about that being intentional about living in the moment but also understanding that like I'm doing this for another purpose or another reason so if you are someone who's like struggling on your financial journey um, start small you know figure out what works for you and figure out how to work within your mindset so, so that you can achieve your goals boom yes. that's it man. I mean so the thing I see with this shit man this money what I'm learning about this money shit man I'm coming in you know, I'm 33 coming in 34 next year. Hell, Ooh, 33 <laughs> going on 60. <laughs> anyway, nigga. Um, <laughs> so what I'm seeing is it's a method to all this shit. Like people look at it and like it's magical. This shit can't happen for me. It's a method. You ask these people with money, they will. It's steps. Do this, then do this, then do that, and you gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? But the problem most people have is keeping that method going. You know what I'm saying? The habits, just like you said. All that. Yeah, but the habits. He he developed the habits in fucking high school. You know, whenever you had them three jobs. Mm -hmm. We gotta work on developing habits, man. That's a at the base of this shit is a habit. Saving money, investing money. Spending money. You know what I'm saying? Because you can invest your money in the wrong in the wrong shit and be moving around too much and not gonna make as much. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta really focus on being habitual with this money shit, with everything in life, fuck that, just money shit, relationship, everything with your people, being habitual with that shit and keep moving. And that's what I think we need to focus on. Habitual. Here. Wow. Okay. That's where you want to take that. All right. So- don't be a savior. <laughs> don't be a savior. If y'all have them fam- that type of family where you like got that savior mentality, Learn how to balance that and cut most of it off. Yeah, Please. cause yeah, cause you gotta do something with that money, man. man. Cause yeah. I I know how I grew up. I grew up in a household you where talk about your money. I so. know, I know. We grew. I grew up in a household. <laughs> I know. I I grew up in a household where the 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 husband and the wife would not share money information with each other because they just didn't trust it. Child. They used to tell us, don't tell <laughs> nobody about your man. Don't tell your wife. Don't tell nobody. That's this nigga, whole, they died. They died, and we didn't episode. know. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? And they that, they just that's kept them. That's your business. Yeah. That's your business. You know what I'm saying? But Mind they were, the business that pay you. Yeah, but they would trust this white lawyer or whoever. You know what I'm saying? I worry about my grandparents. So, I know. You know what I'm Mind saying? Mind the business that pays Yeah, you. and that's how they felt. And they they pushed that down. I rejected it, but they pushed that down to their children. And my mama didn't really know about finances and shit. You know what I'm saying? So she ain't had nothing to offer to me. So I had to learn it on myself. Now, I'm trying to pass that shit on to all of my people. You, my goddamn sister, everybody I care about, I'm trying to pass this shit along. Now, I ain't on no level like y'all, but whatever I know, I'm like, hey, this podcast, hey, man, we have people, experts on here who know about the shit, and all I know is we need the habits, man. Everything, working out, that shit, habits. It's a base of shit. <laughs> habits. <laughs> Studying. Being good in good grades. It's habits. It ain't fucking rocket science, man. I've been saying that shit a lot. It ain't rocket science. It's just habits. So let's just do that shit, man. We need, we need to do an episode on, on habits, nigga. Who the fuck we can talk to about habits? We'll think of some. <laughs> we don't know nobody, nigga. <laughs> we'll hey, hey, man, let's end the episode with a shot, goddammit. Oh, Come wow. on, Jennifer. Wow. This is the sweet one. It ain't no big one. Uh, you going across the street, man. Hey, it's money. Hey, you, man. Hey, money, goddamn. You got to play the Cardi B song. <laughs> nah, uh, before before you oh, go, because I, I looked God. on. Damn, man. I looked on. I use the bathroom now. I looked on the Instagram and saw you at 96. Now, I think. 96. He's at 96. I, uh, You're at 96. So I feel like I can pass you along about. Three thirty five, so you can get because that hundred k look better in the header. I'm just telling you, you hold that. You get rid of you three thousand. That's you can get rid of that in about what two months. Bro, I pass, you want him to get I, in three thousand? So get rid of that. I pass go, bro. <laughs> hey man, appreciate y'all tuning in, man. I make sure y'all fuck the podcast, man. Instagram words KB podcast, Twitter words KB pod. Uh, Lead that review, goddamn. New season right now, goddamn! If you listen, goddamn. So we got MJ, <laughs> we got ADLT one on one in the building. I ain't heard spell that, that one minute. more time, bro. Young and debt free ATL. Oh, spell that young A N D debt free ATL. You oh shit, we out. Goddamn, man! I'm fresh for you. That's all I'm saying. Yo.